Hey everybody, I'm Joshua. I'm Jamie. And we're going to do Daredevil. Hello. Uh, head, head I don't horns. know if you want to, but um, uh, you know, yeah, Hornhead. I guess that's Hornheads. That's a little flashback to Spider-Man and uh, the Spider-Man yeah. and DD night. You know, the '60s. Their uh, their little banter between between yeah. each other. We're still a little ways away from them knowing each other's secret identities, yeah. even though they've implied that they do again and again. Oh, they it specifically <laughs> happens around. I think it's around the um, Secret Wars too. Oh, okay. So that's uh, that's pretty close because I've started seeing ads ads for, for it. I know, yeah, yeah, that's so funny. I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw that in the floppy uh, for maybe not the one that we're covering this week, but yeah. in one of the ones. Yeah, yeah. Well, hello everybody. Hello. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. We got a big episode today. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, re- I just remembered something yeah. as well. Um, I think it was either the last episode or the episode before I was talking about. There's maybe eight costumes that mm-hmm. the one I forgot was the Shadowlands one. Um, oh, which was slightly different. Okay, I believe. Yeah, I might be wrong, and I might just be. I just wanted to let everyone know. You I, interrupted think, me with that. <laughs> I've been thinking about it all week, and that's all week. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, uh, like we mentioned, uh, this is a big episode because we are going to go up to issue two hundred today. We're covering mm-hmm. uh, one ninety six through two hundred, and it's a pretty big milestone to have covered. 200 the first 200 issues of daredevil mm-hmm. um most of which jamie and i had never read before yeah huge um, chunks. yeah huge chunks so it's been pretty exciting going through that with you and i'm excited to talk about the last four today and then once we're done talking about them we're going to go over the list of our 10 favorite issues from the first 200 from the self-titled series and i tell you man that was a tough 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 list to come up with for me <laughs> yeah we're also going to do some of the like we did for the 100th issue uh, episode we're going to go over some of our favorite moments from issues 101 to 200 mm-hmm. yeah we'll keep it in just the newest section you yeah know, so no yeah. repeats on, on no that repeats. little list no repeats um yeah i i can't, uh, a friend of mine uh once mentioned that he thinks that um spider-man the the first 200 issues of spider-man yeah is should be where it ended because it's he said that is like the perfect story really yeah and i've that's been, cool because i read ahead on i mean the 200th issue of this has a moment of um and i'll go over it because they mention it in some future letters has a moment of uh redefining daredevil as more heroic and kind of risk uh, not re- redefining but reestablishing that he's a hero whereas mm-hmm. in uh, during the frank miller run especially there was a lot of stuff about questionable about what his relationship with bullseye is a big part of it and some of the stuff he does and you know you had the whole kingpin saying you know you and i are the same right we're part of the same uh, coin so it's different sides of the same coin kind of idea um but i feel like 300 is a good uh, that's like a good start to end of daredevil mm-hmm. and then after that it becomes it becomes all these different things that we we will go over much later, mm-hmm. probably in another twenty or so episodes. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, the first 300 issues, I think of after reading them, I know it's easy to start breaking it down. You say the first one, the first 50, like the Stan Lee era, mm-hmm. and then we had the Frank Miller era, and then we all oh, had like the Gerber, um, mm-hmm. McKenzie, McKenzie, and all these other. Well, we hit the Gene Colan era. The that, Gene Colan, we, we which should is give huge. Him, we should give him his own era. I mean, yeah, he did I mean, almost 100 issues. Yeah, yeah, um, and the um, Wolfman stuff, mm-hmm. um, and now we're in the Danny O'Neill stuff. But the, I, it's like the first 300 issues of daredevil are like the that to me is like an era that's the first era of Daredevil. well well hearing that jamie makes me excited to read issues 201 through 300 because there are very few issues that i have actually read from Mm. that run because when i started reading it uh, was with the brian michael bendis stuff which is Mm -hmm. much later yeah so going back and reading some of the stuff prior to his run um i never really did hardly anything between 200 and 300. There yeah. are some in there, you know, that I did read the the Fall from Grace and uh, mm-hmm. a few other things, but there's not very much that I, I have actually read. So I'm excited to jump in there and to see if what you're saying to our listeners is true or hogwash. Full of it. Or, yeah. or <laughs> yes, put a pin in that. We'll sidebar that for a future yeah. discussion. That's um, cool. But yeah, I, I, it's there's some great stuff coming up. There's some really good stuff coming yeah. up. But we are here. We are now. We're at 196, Ye- and we have a guest star in this issue. We it's do. The first time that these guys have met. I know, and it's fun because I never actually read this issue mm-hmm. um, before I read it for this podcast, and I. But I've seen this cover a million times. Yeah. And in passing, for some reason, I thought it was like a Christmas issue because I never realized that. That Wolverine was holding up a human. I thought it was like he was Santa costume he, or something. I thought it was like a Christmas tree oh. because I was just kind of going through it and the red and the greens. And I don't know. It just yeah. for some reason I, I always see that. I always pictured a Christmas in my head. Yeah. Well, another year hasn't passed yet. So no, it isn't Christmas. Yeah, there, has, yet. there hasn't been any snow. But no. um, so as Jamie had mentioned, um, we're still in the de- or we're at the beginning of the Danny O'Neill era. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, Frank Miller. Ha- exited about six six or seven issues ago. Um, and last podcast, the, the issues that we covered were kind of standalone, single issues for the most part. Mm-hmm. But now, the, the four that we're going to, or the five that we're going to cover today real quick, these ones are all a bigger story. Yeah, it's a continuous It's an story. arc, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, to be honest, I kind of liked it. Yeah, I did. Good. Yeah, I uh, it was it was it was a fun, different Daredevil story, and we saw him out of his element. Yeah. Um, but we'll get into that. So just kind of starting off with um, uh, one ninety six, as Jamie mentioned. Oh, yeah, I said Wolverine. I don't mm-hmm. know if we had said it until that part, but uh, Wolverine is the guest star in this, and he plays a big role. And the issue opens up with him uh, trying to track down Bullseye's body. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's in a hospital, and mm-hmm. the guy is running through the hospital. We should also mention um, uh, Larry Hammer was involved in this, and I think this is Klaus Janssen's last issue as a artist. I think he gets replaced in the next one, but um, he had a very long run. He had a very long run. Yeah, yeah a we tiny like him. Run. Yeah, we like him. Yeah. Um, so it starts with a guy running through a hospital, shouting, "There's a bomb! There's a bomb! It's going to explode!" And then it explodes, and then uh, Wolverine grabs him. And uh, says, you seem to know a lot about this. Probably calls him Bob a few times. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. Um, No, Sucker. He calls him Sucker. Um, And he says, uh, yeah, he he says, that's suspicious that you know um, where's Bullseye's room. I'm looking for Bullseye. Mm -hmm. And a nurse directs him to it. He gets up there and there is actually a a heist of sorts going on. What's happening is a gang are kidnapping Mm -hmm. the, um, the... 
the uh, incapacitated bullseye. You yeah. remember he can't move, he can't do anything, he can't speak. He uh, can only think and listen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like so many of us should. <laughs> right. And uh, they're wearing gas masks. They've, they've let out some kind of sleeping gas. Um, Wolverine bursts in, uh, mentions that he should hold his breath because of the gas. Yeah. Um, I thought this was a nice little touch because yeah. as it, I'm sure all of our listeners know, I'm, I'm sure they're all familiar with Wolverine, his ability to heal makes him incredibly difficult to kill. Yeah. And um, what happens is, is while um, these guys are stealing the body, one of them gets a shot off mm. and shoots. Well, I think I thought it was all three of them. I or think three of them, and they all open fire on him. Yeah, it's I, it's kind of hard to tell. It's like bracka 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 bracka, and I don't. Yeah. yeah, you know what? You're right. It does look like everybody's firing the guns. Yeah, but they act. They shoot Wolverine, and as you we know from the comics, from the movies, from from everything, the cartoons, when he gets shot, you know, it's temporary. It's temporary. Yeah, but he passes out. Yeah, and when he wakes up, he he even makes a little note, which I thought was neat, where he says. Well, it's because of that gas, or else, you know, yeah, those he bullets. Says, I accidentally breathe a lung pool. Um, he, it's not clear he breathes because he talks. Yeah, <laughs> which is your first mistake, Wolverine, <laughs> or if because he uh, he gets hit in the gut with one of the shots and it kind of wins him, so he has to take a breath in. But he passes out. He comes to. There's a doctor there, and there's also um, our titular character, yes. our titular hero, uh, Daredevil's there. And uh, they know each other or know of each other. Yeah, they uh, should because they were both um, together in that the second contest of champions. Contest of champions, yeah. When they brought everyone together, they mm-hmm. were all in the room. So I'm sure they. Yeah, he's a. There was a little of bit of banter other. between them. I'm, yeah. I'm sure. So um, Wolverine says, "You're Daredevil, aren't you?" And Daredevil says, "Yes." And you're Wolverine. I'm guessing of the famous X Men. This is this must be around. I mean, I can't remember what was happening in the X-Men in the 80s, but I don't think they were deeply into the anti-mutant stuff because Wolverine mentions that he's a mutant several times and no one seems to have a reaction. And uh, um, they find that they've got the guy um, who was shouting about the bombs and uh, Daredevil mentions that maybe if Wolverine hadn't gone so hard on him, they could ask him some questions, but he seems pretty incapacitated himself. So um, uh, Wolverine suggests that they team up. Mm-hmm. He says, you know, maybe we can fight. We're looking for the same thing. You're looking for Bullseye. I'm looking for Bullseye. Why don't we work together and maybe we can get there? Um, and Daredevil says, okay, let's go to a place I know called Josie's. Right. Yeah. And before he gets to Josie's, we get this little, uh, we get we get the first glimpse of the villain of this story arc. Mm-hmm. And um, we don't know his name yet, um, no. but he, he wears a suit and his face is covered with a... Um, just covered with a cloth. Yeah, it looks like Cobra Commander kind of. Yeah, and he's got eye holes cut out. Yeah. Um, and that's it. And he's actually talking to Kingpin, and uh, he's asking uh, Kingpin to help him get... He wants to get uh, Bullseye's body. Do we find this out here? Uh, he says, I'm moving Bullseye's body. To I, J- I'm, yeah. I'm moving it to Japan. Japan, okay. That's why I, I, I wasn't sure yet yeah. if, if we if we knew about the Japan part. And he says, I'm willing to pay. And, and Kingpin, this is this is a kind of nice touch where Kingpin sort of says, well, you know, Bullseye was very useful to me. And ultimately, I never say no to a prophet. Yeah, I thought that part was really yeah. neat. And he says, yeah. uh, I'll give you 20 men. That should help you. Because uh, this this guy who is, uh, his name is Darkwind. This guy yeah. is saying, you know, I had this plan in place to get Bullseye over there to repair him. We're going to try this experimental thing to to get him back into fight and health. Um, and these two costumed people attack, and that's kind of out of my 
I'm not, I'm not ready to, I'm not prepared to deal with this mm-hmm. in Ameri- on American soil, um, but you are, so I need your help. So he says, okay, I'll give you 20 men. And uh, he says, it's funny that, you know, if Bullseye was around, you wouldn't need these 20 men. <laughs> um, it was a neat little moment, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so we get to Josie's bar, mm-hmm. and uh, who do we have there but our friends Turk and Grotto. Turk and uh, it's always fun when Turk shows up. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's he's got this spray. He's got like a pepper spray. It's like an thing. incapacitating spray, where if you spray somebody, it makes them blind, they can't breathe. It's, just, it's uh, Yeah, the whole thing is that he's planning to blind Daredevil. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, he says, if I can blind him, then I can work him over and... Uh, bingo we're done so uh, daredevil's there that's it's the klaus jansen does this thing where in the background you're not really sure at the moment because it's just silhouettes but you see fights going on in josie's bar where people are being hit by chairs and stuff like that mm-hmm. but it's not clear but i think it's implied that it could be wolverine that's involved in this oh. so wolverine's doing his work <laughs> in the background uh, that's funny i never and, noticed that yeah, and daredevil's there and he says uh, okay i'll make a deal with you you spray that in my face and if it blinds me then uh, i'll leave you alone but if it doesn't work, or if I can best you, then you have to give me some answers. And what's funny is, is when you hear that, you automatically think he's going to let Turk spray him in the face because yeah. obviously he can't go blind since he already is. Yeah. But instead, he kind of played a trick on Turk, a trick on Turk yeah. and instead uses the door that he's standing in front of to kind of knock his arm into his own face, and he's, and Turk sprays himself in the face. Yeah. And, uh, of course, ends up going blind and is having trouble breathing. Yeah. And, and the best part is, so Daredevil goes, he gets some information, he finds out about uh, the... Uh, uh, about the boat. Yeah, there's about a, about the boat, boat that is going to be taking the, the body Osama to Japan. Maroon is the name of the ship. Right. And then so Wolverine ends up walking up and he takes the can and sprays it underneath his armpit <laughs> just to kind of show the type of guy yeah. he is and how you know how tough he is and everything. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, it, it, it was. Uh, it's a funny moment. Yeah, we sh- I just want to say, like, when we see Wolverine and, and Daredevil together, they, they are two characters that are so different, mm-hmm. but um, there's they're such likable characters. So it's fun to see the banter between them. Yeah, and to see how the other person uh, or how they react to how the other person does things differently. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah, I mean, it's it's um, you know Wolverine's used to stuck up pompous people because of Cyclops and people who are holier <laughs> than thou. And uh, and Wolverine, uh, uh, Daredevil's used to people like the Punisher and stuff like that. And Wolverine falls on the right side. He's, he's just the right side of brutal for, for his liking. But he does keep mentioning. Mm-hmm. Basically what happens is every time they have any kind of interaction, Daredevil will say afterwards, you went a little rough there. And mm-hmm. Wolverine's like, it's me. It's me. It's what I do. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, uh, you have the two versions where Daredevil gets the answers yeah. from Turk and he says, okay, well, go check it out. And then Wolverine says, hang on a second. I want to make sure that make the sure. information that Turk is giving yeah. us is correct. So he, he does lied. Yeah. Yeah. And so he threatens him, you know, shows the claws and, and basically says, Hey, if, uh, if I find out that you lied, I'm going to come back here and I'm going to cut you up. Yeah. <laughs> and when they get outside, Wolverine quickly says, uh, I'm, I've been doing this as a favor for someone. I've just got to make a quick phone call. And he phones up, uh, what's his face? Um, it's the police. Tarkington Brown. Yeah. And, and for those of you who don't remember, Tarkington Brown is the one that was in charge of all of the cops. And he was a bad guy. And he, yeah, he was and, the death squad leader. Yeah, the death squad leader. And he found out Daredevil's secret, uh, secret because Heather Glenn blabbed her mouth. And then, and then he was attempting to kill Daredevil, but Daredevil foiled uh, the assassination. And um, now they, they have a mutual understanding that Daredevil's not going to, or, or he, um, 
Neither of them will tell. Yeah, the they're not going to tell the other ones their secret. Yeah. And because of that, uh, they are on e- uh, level playing ground. Yeah, but we uh, talking talking to Brown is uh, is um, uh, ill. He's uh, mm-hmm. what do you call it? The um, he's, he's going to die. I can't remember what you. But I don't think they said what he's his, terminal. He's, he's he terminal. terminal. Okay, illness. yeah. Um, and they they mentioned this here. Uh, uh, he's maid or, or housekeeper. Basically says, "Oh, did you get some good news? Are you in remission or something like that?" And he says, "No, no, I'm I'm gonna die." But it's 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 it was news. A, it's other news. Yeah, other news. I think they're just letting the reader know his situation right yeah. now. For those who didn't read the, the previous issue, so so Wolverine and, and uh, Daredevil are, are talking about about him, and uh, Wolverine actually kind of likes him, mm-hmm. and Daredevil says, "No, he's not a good guy. He knows my secret and all this stuff." So it's, Daredevil's pretty trusting in Wolverine to say that. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. They have this great. They're, they're having a chat while they climb over over to the dock. Jump. Yeah, they're heading, they're heading to the, heading docks, to the docks, yeah. yeah, and then they see the Osama Maru, the the boat that they're after. And then we cut to inside, and we have, um, uh, Darkwind. Yeah, Darkwind. Darkwind. We still don't know his. We don't know his name yet. Jamie's no. revealed it, but we don't find this Sorry, out. Sorry, it's okay. Uh, we don't find this name out for for a couple issues actually. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so so Darkwind is in there. He's with Bullseye's body, and he says, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're broken. You know, I, I can fix you. I'm going to make you recover. You'll be stronger than before. And when I do this, I'm going to use your skills, and yeah. you are going to kill for me. Yeah, so now we know the my... setup of why he is taking Bullseye. He wants Bullseye to do some do his bidding over in Japan. Yeah. Uh, we find out what why later on, but um, we won't reveal that yet. Yeah. Um, we cut back to Wolverine and Daredevil. They're heading into the boat. There's a one of the sailors pulls out a gun and says, "You won't come any further." And Daredevil hits him with a, a nice uh, nerve punch that that mm-hmm. paralyzes him. And, and Wolverine's impressed. And Wolverine likes that. On, uh, first, he asks if he's dead, and then Daredevil says, "No, he'll, he'll be fine." Yeah, th- there's a lot of f- th- th- you know we have a big fight here, and it's and it's it's there's some fun art in it, and mm-hmm. I really like the way Wolverine acts here yeah. because. Um, we have a moment where uh, Wolverine goes, how many people do you think there are? The, 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 after they knock out this one guard, Wolverine says, like, um, it's weird that they only had one, and Dad always says, be quiet. Yeah, be quiet. There's a lot there's more a lot people, more. which, 20. because of the radar sense, which is also funny because Wolverine I would think, I think uh, Wolverine's scent would be just as strong mm-hmm. as, as Daredevil's radar. But anyways, we'll go into that. That's an issue for another day. But So Wolverine asks how many Daredevil says 20, and then there's a shot of uh, Wolverine's mouth where he goes, uh, good. So he's happy. He likes the fight. I think that's Mm -hmm. that's the major difference between these two heroes is Daredevil fights because he has to. Wolverine fights kind of because he wants to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's been trained to. Um, They've both been trained to fight for different reasons, and Mm -hmm. Wolverine enjoys it. Um, They get into this fight, and you see... these are these are kingpin's men that he's given the the 20 men the 20 men yeah and uh you can see their their fighting styles are different but they're both you know they do some serious damage to these shirtless guys yeah yeah (laughs) there's a lot of shirtless men if you work for kingpin you can't wear a shirt apparently um so wolverine's taken out a few and he says uh He's kind of keeping count. They're doing that thing where the, the heroes fight, and he says, you know, um, you're slacking off. I've got six of them. You only got four. And there's this yeah. great bit where Dead Up says, it's not a contest. And then he hits someone and says, five. Five, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to give some props to Larry Hama here, though. I, I think that it's a very fun, it's a very fun, funly drawn um, uh, fight scene. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I wonder if he the did panel... like, the, the breakdowns in the art as well as the script breakdowns. I don't know if it's just... I guess it is because it just says breakdowns. Normally they, they specify script breakdowns. Right. I, I assume he was the one that did all the layouts. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but it's it. I like the way that it's it's laid out and... Also, when they they choose to do kind of wide, they do a lot of wide shots that are inter- intermittently placed in between the close yeah. up fights, which is kind of neat. Yeah, it um, sets geography very well. Yeah, so you get to see the, the, there's more players because you have these twenty people and the, our two heroes are fighting them. But then we cut to Darkwind watching, and then we cut to Turkington Brown, who's come along to see what's happening, and he's thinking, you know, maybe if I get lucky, I can actually take Daredevil out and take care of that problem as well while I'm here. Maybe like I could a stray bullet could take him out. So he turns up, and um, we yeah. see all the, we see all these pieces falling into place. And Daredevil has his back to uh, Brown when he pulls mm-hmm. out a gun, and yeah, and, and, and yeah, he takes the gun out and he goes to shoot him. And then what ends up happening is that Wolverine saves the day and ends up just thrashing him with his claws yeah and this leaves daredevil with a uh with a choice to make he the gets boat in the moral yeah the boat is starting is starting to leave uh-huh. and the, the whole reason they went out there was to stop um these guys from taking bullseye's body so now what should he do should he jump on the boat and try to rescue the body or does he take care of brown and get him to to doctors and stuff so that way he survives. Yeah. And you're right because he's thinking in his head, well, I already know he's got a terminal illness yeah. and he's going to die yeah. and he's a terrible person. So if I save his life, I'm saving the life of somebody who's only going to live for a short time and I'm possibly going to lose Bullseye. Mm-hmm. And he ha- and he struggles here for a moment and he thinks about, you know, which one should I do? And ultimately, as I'm sure everybody guesses, he decides to because he is the hero, he decides to save the life of the bad guy um versus trying to get the body back from Bullseye. Yeah, he says I know where the boat's going. I can get to that later. Wolverine meanwhile was has taken off because he says he's seen the the other people have made a break for it because the boat's going away so he says i'm going to go after the other guys i think mm-hmm. i see the one that shot me at the hospital so i owe him mm-hmm. so he runs off so that's the that's the last of his end of his appearance yeah it, it's a weird goodbye yeah you know there, uh, there was a moment where i wasn't sure if he meant oh is he going onto the boat i know i thought gonna... the same thing yeah. but it's strange because wh- why was wolverine there in the first place he was there for brown for what Darkington brown wanted to what was it it was something to do he, he didn't want bullseye's body to be taken yeah so Bullseye's body is taken. Because Tarkington Brown thinks he's doing good, even mm-hmm. though he's killing people, which right. makes Daredevil question what he's doing. But in his mind, he's taking care of bad guys. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want Bullseye. He wants Bullseye killed. Right. If there's any chance that he can come back, he wants him killed. So that's why he's brought Wolverine in to do that. I guess my question was, was why did Wolverine just give up the case right then and there? But then I thought maybe yeah. it's because he thinks Brown's going to die. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, this guy want the thing that this guy wanted me to do." And also, he saw Brown about to shoot Daredevil, so he probably has second thoughts okay. about whether or not he likes him. It's just kind of a weird goodbye. It is a weird goodbye, and um, then you get another, you get a couple more goodbyes. You get um, uh, Darkwind and Bullseye. That's talking about how the, or Darkwind's talking about how the boats left and that they're going to be fine and they're on their way to a glorious destiny and uh, and, and you, you stay right there not that you can move but we'll take care right. of it right and then we're back at the hospital and we find yeah. out that uh, brown is going to live and daredevil's in the room uh and brown knows that daredevil's the one that saved his life and i like how daredevil stuck around to make sure that brown knew yeah. that he saved his life so he's like hey remember how you're keeping my secret you better keep it because you know you know you now owe me because i saved your life and yeah yeah brown says it's funny you saved me just mm-hmm. in time for me to die so 
right? It's, it's <laughs> funny. But then, yeah. but then the issue ends, and Matt goes to the airport, mm-hmm. and he goes, I need a ticket to Japan. So the storyline is now going to jump over to Japan where Bullseye's body was taken, yeah. which I was excited about. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I like reading about Japan, and I thought it was it's going to be kind of fun. Yeah, and it, I think it's the first time, I mean, you know, it's the first time in a long while that Daredevil's done any kind of traveling. Mm-hmm. He was so early on. He did a lot of. He did a lot of traveling, a lot of South American adventures, Uh and then for a long period, I think the last thing he did was when he went down to Bayou's. Yeah, well, he was in San Francisco. Then he went to uh, when the with the whole man thing and Mm -hmm. and, uh, Death Docker storyline. Yeah, Uh, love that issue by the way. Um, uh, Top ten. Close. <laughs> it's, it's in my list, uh, but it's not in my top. Anyways, um, yeah, he went to Louisiana. Yeah, and then after that, I don't know if he's gone anywhere. I don't think he's gone anywhere. I think he's been in New York the whole time. There's maybe quick think back. No, it's all been New York based. I think. I, th- I think he's kind of bounced. He, I mean, he went up to Westchester or somewhere like that, didn't he? With tornado, chasing after the tornado and. Uh, yeah, I think he's all been New York mm-hmm. based. Well, there we go. There you go. He's going to go York. traveling. He's going to go to Japan. Japan. The next uh, issue has a pretty good cover. We're on to 197 now. Pretty good cover. Oh, um, this is, we should say this is July, August 83. So we're in 1983. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this issue actually says that um, it's drawn by, by Klaus. Oh, it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Larry Hama. Yes. Larry Hama helps, is or he assists um, yes, Klaus. and also, do you know who else helped on this issue? Um, I don't know who. Mike Mignola. Oh yeah, he did some inking. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. he does. Uh, I think he does the next couple. I think he inks the next couple of issues. So, um, I'm just opening a floppy, a floppy bag and board mm-hmm. because uh, these issues haven't been collected anywhere yet. So the only way you can get them is by it's, yeah. Seeking it was kind of fun reading the old floppies. Yeah. Seeing all the old ads too. So, so this issue, it starts out, and um, I'm just going to go into this now, um, even though it kind of develops over the next couple issues. So mm-hmm. it starts with um, this weird dream that Dare to, that Matt is having is having while he's at his desk. Yeah. And we also uh, have this is this is the issue where uh, uh, the new ice starts to take over as well because Klaus Janssen doesn't do the whole thing. He's only doing part of it. He does the first. Uh, like the second through sixth page or something like that. Mm-hmm. Whilst um, then we have yeah William Johnson takes William Johnson, over. Yeah, who we'll with, talk about a little bit yeah. more in a, in a in a second. But anyway, so um, he has this weird dream of Bullseye with Wolverine's claws like yeah. cutting him, and he wakes up. But um, the reason I want to point this out now is because uh, he's having like visions. He's having visions of Bullseye. Visions of Bullseye a little mm-hmm. bit. And it's it's this is gonna really t- this is gonna be a huge factor over the next few issues. Yeah, it's the, it's it's kind of like laying the the breadcrumbs to what's yeah. happening. So I won't go into any of any more right now. No. But but I just want to start, kind of start that thread right now. That yeah. that Matt's starting to have visions of Bullseye. Yeah. So he has this weird dream of Wolverine. Yeah. Bulls Bullseavine. Bullseavine. <laughs> and um, he wakes up and uh, Foggy. He says, "Oh, I must have dozed off." Foggy wakes him up. And, uh, and it's funny because before he goes to Japan, what was he doing? He was making himself a will. Yeah, he's making a will. 
Interesting. Yeah. Maybe we're trying to foreshadow that Daredevil is going to end in issue uh, 200. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. Um, so, uh, Foggy drops a line where he says, yeah, you're, you're going to live to you're going to, you're a hundred. Yeah. You're going to outlive <laughs> us all. Um, so that's going on. And um, Foggy is basically saying, oh, I'm here just to, uh, he's getting something from the office, isn't he? He's come, he's kind of come in and he's, uh, yeah, he's got a, he's getting his briefcase mm-hmm. from the office and uh, Debbie is waiting down in the car for him. And I just want to say like, We'll talk about this a, a few times today, I'm sure. But what's up with Debbie, man? Denny O'Neill starts to. Oh my goodness! Really, Hit really. Her, she her, becomes a socialite. Yes, her character has changed so much, yeah. and she cares about money. She she wants foggy status. Yeah, status. It's so important to her. It's so funny how much a, a, a writer yeah. can change a character. Yeah. Which, and I think it, uh, we'll go into it, especially in the next episode. There's a lot more about this, but I think it's a real shame. But um, So basically, uh, uh, Matt says, you know, I'm going to take some time off. I'm going to go over to Japan. And mm-hmm. uh, Foggy's not, Foggy doesn't bat an eye. He's, He's like, like, ah, oh, cool. Great. Yeah, go, have, great. Yeah, go have, fun. have fun in Japan. But he says, uh, there's some beautiful sights out there. Oh, sorry. And, yeah. and Matt does usually <laughs> think, like, it's fine. You, you know I'm blind. I know you know I'm blind. Don't worry. You always say mm-hmm. stupid things. So, so uh, while he's on his way to the airport, um, even right. bef- no, no. Before that, quickly, what happens is that uh, Foggy goes down to the cab. Debbie's waiting for him in a cab while he's gone mm-hmm. to get his briefcase, and he says, "Oh, I completely forgot to mention that one of the crazy cop killers uh, got out on bat. No, he escaped. He escaped. Right. And uh, I was supposed to warn him, and, and Debbie's like, no. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about. It. He's we're going, fine. We're going to bed. It's after midnight. Yeah. This is the, that was a first sign of, of our new Debbie, yeah. which me and Jamie are not a fan of. Yeah. So and, when, um, so he's on his way to the airport from there. Even before that, the what? cop walks by the cab. The cop walks by the cab and then he says, okay, I'm going to head home. I'm going to try and get some, uh, Matt says, I'm going to head home, mm-hmm. try and get some sleep. My plane leaves in less than 10 hours. And he starts to walk and the cop spots him and he has a okay, stick so of the dynamite. Okay, so the reason you're interrupting me, I, I assumed he was heading to the airport yeah, at this no, time. He's got a little he was time. going home first. That's what yeah. it was. Okay. He's doing, it's the thing again where um, Daredevil is always tired. Because, or yeah. Matt's always tired because yeah. he has so many... Persona. He has right. fifteen personalities that he has to do. So, so he's on his way home, and mm-hmm. while he's on his way home, in the shadows, kind of lurking behind him. Which, once again, it's kind of strange that Matt does. Maybe because Matt's got all these thoughts in his head and stuff, he's yeah. not noticing him. But yeah, he doesn't detect it until yeah, the last until moment. the last moment. So, um, so this cat with the dynamite takes the dynamite, he lights it, and throws it at Matt. Yeah. And luckily, Matt reacts at the exact last possible moment that he can and he's able yeah. to swat the di- the dynamite away with his cane yeah. when he does this though the dynamite does not get that far away before it explodes and when it explodes it causes this huge gigantic explosion which kind of happens off off uh, off panel unfortunately yeah. but um uh, it gives him a concussion. It gives basically. him a, a back concussion, and yeah. we actually we end up cutting to the um, to Foggy's apartment yeah, or to his is, house. This is another yeah. bad Debbie moment. Gosh, Debbie! Yeah. So the phone rings, and uh, it's someone telling Foggy. I guess uh, he's his like next of he's his contact, emergency contact. And uh, they mentioned that Matt's in the hospital, and Foggy gets up and says, "Matt's in the hospital, the emergency ward. I've got to go." And, and what does Debbie says, goes? Debbie says, "Hey, uh, can I just just wait, wait till wait morning. morning?" Oh my gosh, she's getting terrible. So so Matt's okay. He's fine. He's got this nasty, or he's got this big bandage on his head, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> but it, you know, this is great. Foggy says uh, the doctor said you got to take a few days off just to relax, and 
And uh, Matt says, uh, I'm going to Japan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like any, yeah. it's not like, you, you can put it off, dude, for a couple of days. He's like, no, no I, I got to go to Japan. As this, we, is, this, yeah. this is when we cut to uh, William Johnson as the, uh, mm-hmm. the artist. Um, and uh, we have... Uh, the the planes fly in and um, we get a cool little sequence. It's a little uh, we get a little kind of it, flashback. It's, it's almost a spl- uh, spl- uh, sp- splash page, but yeah. not completely. But yeah. it, it is a retelling of Daredevil through four or five images about how he got blinded, how he met Elektra, how Bullseye killed Elektra, and how yeah. Daredevil did not save um, yeah save Bullseye when he fell from the high wire mm-hmm. on the clothing line or whatever um, after he killed Bullseye. So we kind of know a little bit of what's going on with Matt right now, mm-hmm. a little refresh up for new readers. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so we're in Japan. Yeah, they um, land in Japan, and Matt's got a terrible headache. headache. He's he got says, that headache. Jet yeah, lag. I'm, I'm fine. You know, I'm probably okay. But I'm guessing it's along. probably the dynamite that exploded right it's near his head. The massive but, concussion that you yeah. know, probably is part of it. Uh, he gets jumped by three thugs. Who um, there's a there's a little sequence where he basically fights them off using his uh, cane, mm-hmm. um, and then one of them shouts out Zatoichi, who is the the blind swordsman. Um, which is a nice little touch, I thought. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, did I'm you sure know? I'm saying d- that completely did you wrong. know that, or mm-hmm. did you look it up? No, I knew. That's cool. Yeah, I'm, I, know, I know some stuff. Not much. <laughs> Probably said it wrong, but um, and, that's, that's and really neat. Also, um, they remade it as Blind Fury for a Western audience with Rutger Hauer. So oh, there, you there you go. Yeah, there we go. R.I.P. Rutger Hauer. He passed this week. He did. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, little aside there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to take a sip of water while. Uh, Quickly, I mentioned that he gets to the docks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt gets to the docks just in time for the Osama Maru to land because right. planes are faster than boats. They are, yes. So Bullseye's body is within reach. So mm-hmm. uh, Matt does a quick little daredevil change. And I yeah. want to say one thing. William Johnson does a great job of drawing Matt's torso He's, as daredevil. Uh, I really like William Johnson. I do, too. He ended up doing um, about, I think it was eight issues. Mm-hmm. It was eight or nine issues. And... Uh, it's, it's. I kind of wish that he would continue on. He made me think a little bit. You know Jim Aparo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He made me think a little bit of him if the bodies weren't as squished. Like what I like about Jim Aparo is his characters are slender. They're slender, mm-hmm. and, I, and I like that because a lot of artists tend to draw yeah. draw these um, uh, these superheroes, even though they're incredibly fit. They they tend to draw them. Yeah, less athletic and more bodybuilding. More bodybuilding, and that's what I really liked about. His art was William Johnson, not quite as slender as Jim Aparo, yeah. but the bodies they look like athletes. They don't look like bodybuilders. Yeah, and I thought that was that was really cool. Yeah, it makes for really they dynamic st- fight scenes. It, it, and really, it does. Really they still in body language and fight it, scenes, and they still have massive um, muscle definition, mm-hmm. but it's not as behemoth. It's not as big, and, yeah. and I and I liked it. Yeah, do you know who he reminded me of a lot? Um, in fact, uh, Luke McDaniel, who does a couple of issues mm. of Daredevil. And um, uh, Pat Broderick, I think his name is, the guy who drew Captain Atom for I'm DC not sure. in the 80s. Um, they, they all seem to have that very similar style, which is, you know, it's very, um, uh, there's kind of a, a realistic uh, action, a realistic acting going on with the, the mm-hmm. positioning of the bodies. And, and but, but William Johnson starts to do some really interesting stuff in the next couple of issues mm-hmm. where he starts to, play around with perspective it becomes less flat on and less uh, less direct 
Yeah. He starts to have things like uh, uh, foreshortened and, and, right. and just he, weird little he, elongated moments. That yeah, and, and he's he's great at drawing rooms mm-hmm. from angles that are high or low, Yeah, which I think is kind of fun. It, yeah. it makes it way less flat. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of three-dimensional depth to it. Yeah. I, I, again, I really like. I, I do too. I, I yeah. He didn't do very much other than uh, other than Daredevil. He did some. He did Transformers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw he did some GI Joe. He mm-hmm. did a couple of things, but he didn't do too much. No. It re- also, I should say, it reminds me of the guy who drew. Um, I'm going to blank on his name completely. The the um, uh, Master of Kung Fu. Uh, Paul, oh, I'm I'm going to butcher this name. Is it Glaus I don't know. Galuche. It's (laughs) Mr. Paul. Please help us. Yeah. Um, That guy. He reminds me of. Save us from our pronunciations. Yeah. I'm so bad at that. We should always have that. There's that Marvel pronunciation list. Oh, there is. Oh my goodness. Yeah. We need to. We need to. We need a copy of that. He's he's someone whose name I've never ever been able to memorize, and most of it is because most of my um, stuff was through reading rather than being in like a group of people talking about this stuff. So I have, it's like a G L A U C Y or G A U L C Y kind of name. And I always just remember mm-hmm. that guy. And as soon as I see the name, I'll go, Oh yeah, that's him. But I, I cannot hold on to it. Right. Um, so, yeah. so anyway. anyways, uh, so me and Jamie, we're, we're, we're a fan of the art here. We're, we get a lot of good like little fight scenes and stuff in Japan mm-hmm. to look forward to, which is awesome. So, so Daredevil, uh, he's uh, Matt's now in his Daredevil outfit, yeah. and uh, he's jumps onto the boat and he's looking for Daredevil. He finds, a, he hears a heartbeat. He opens a room, but it is not Bullseye. Instead, it is a woman whose face is half in the shadow, mm-hmm. and uh, um, it's kind of funny that. Well, I guess it doesn't matter, but I, th- I thought. Daredevil would have been able to recognize a heartbeat at that point, right? Yeah, but he's uh, what happens is he's, he's got that he, head injury, so he, maybe he's that's got a part head of injury, it. Yeah, and he mentions a couple of times that like the the boat's loud, and he mentions okay. that there's a lot of smells because he goes into a room and he says, "Oh, this must be the sick bay." There's a lot of like I can smell alcohol disinfectant. Right. So this woman is chained up, and she uh, she can speak English, thankfully. Mm-hmm. And she tells Daredevil, "You're searching for the American body, right?" And uh, he says, "Yes." So he starts to unchain her, and uh, while he's doing that, some more boat goons show up, mm-hmm. and Daredevil get, gets a nice little, a sweet little kick into the face. Yeah, this is uh, part of the good fight and stuff. The, yeah, the body language is Daredevil starts to. Uh, you, you see a lot more of him using like a very clean martial art moves and mm-hmm. lots of it is like lots of really s- great kicks and lots of yeah like and you get the impression that he's really comfortable using kung fu and using mm-hmm. martial arts and, so. and and then yeah so we get lots of fighting uh it's a nice little fight scene daredevil mm-hmm. you know protects her and beats all, up all these guards and yeah. then it gets to the part where uh uh, they go up. They go up a set of stairs. Daredevil actually car- carries her up, and then we mm-hmm. get a, another room of a whole bunch of people coming. But we get a little moment before that where he he says, um, "We're going to go upstairs." And then he says, "I for a second I saw a very powerful enemy, and we have a overlay of bullseye. He has yeah. like a an attack like a yes. We should there. mention this is another one of those little visions that mm-hmm. are he is he, for some reason he's sensing bullseye. Yeah. So anyway, so um, we get to the top and we have an awesome sequence. This is I great. love this yeah. so much. Um, so Daredevil, you know, he takes the uh, he takes his billy club. Oh no, he he's got a wrench. Oh, a wrench. That's right. He yeah. Grabs yeah. a wrench from he, one of the. He grabs the, the wrench. The why does I don't know why he doesn't use his billy club, but whatever. Yeah, he grabs the wrench. He throws it and he breaks the light. And then we get an awesome, awesome page. Yeah, of of a fight scene it's in a silhouetted in fight, silhouetted, but it, uses but it is negative space so to 
good. Yeah, and you get a lot of. There's this great little like there's there's depth to it that you wouldn't otherwise get because of the use of the shadows and some of the shadows are a little murkier to suggest that they're further back. So you get like a really cool uh, panel where Daredevil's kicking someone in the face and it's just like, even though it's just a black shape, you can see all mm -hmm. of the positioning and depth to it. And I'm not sure, so don't quote me on this, but I bet you anything when he drew this, William Johnson, when he drew it, he probably drew these characters completely full muscle, full everything, not just the outline. Mm. And then later on they decided... To, to make them sil more silhouette. The reason why I say that is because if you look at their posture, mm -hmm. if you look at the way their arms and legs and everything are bent, the the, the muscle formations on the body, everything, it, like it just it looks like it's so polished, even mm. though you can't see it. I think he's just a good artist. I yeah. mean, it, they also do a lot of things where they show depth through impact. Mm -hmm. So you separate two shadows because there's a, a blow being hit. So you can see the two shapes clearer because that's the outline of the blow. So it's really it's a really great page. It's really smart mm -hmm. storytelling. Um, we come out of that and our, our girl, um, uh, I guess she's a lady. They don't really say her age. Our lady mm -hmm. has jumped into off the boat into the the, the water, and uh, so Daredevil quickly jumps over to Daredevil to joins. Yeah, he, he there's two things. One, obviously, you know, her safety, but also more importantly, mm -hmm. he wants to. You know, she knows. She could know where Bullseye's body is, yeah. so so he could not let her get away. Yeah, um, and um, he he joins up with her, and she basically just says, uh, "I thought you were going to lose. I wasn't I wasn't running mm -hmm. away from you. It's nothing. You know, I'm not on their side. I just thought you were going to lose, and I heard what they were, were planning to do. So I wanted to self preservation. Right. Then she mentions her name, and it's Yuriko. And anyone who is a um, uh, X-Men fan mm -hmm. will know that she is uh, she becomes Lady Deathstrike way down the line super this cool this is her first appearance so um, so we have this moment where she introduces herself and they go and get some food um, and while this is going on Daredevil and her are talking about Bullseye and they're talking about what's happening and we cut to the the lair of uh, our friend Dark uh, Darkwind Darkwind yeah I think she's mentioned by now mm -hmm. hasn't she I think in the next page she mentions um, she mentions the name and Bullseye is awake. He's had the operation and and he's talking. He's talking. He's, he's completely paralyzed still. But but that's um, a huge improvement because yeah. he could not talk before. Yeah, and uh, Darkwind says, you know, this is the first step of the program. I know we're Bullseye's like, okay, so what's next? What's next? I love um, the attitude that he has. Yeah, <laughs> he says, you know, we're going to have to treat you with a few things. Make sure that you're okay. We've got to make sure that the um, the uh, the what treatment, they, what, they don't say what the treatment is yet. Well, no, but they? well what they did, they might. Oh, I no, they say the, yeah, what they the did, artificial part. Yeah, what they did was they didn't, you know, like Wolverine has an antimantium skeleton. Yeah. What they did with him is they took artificial parts and kind of molded and melted them around his actual bones. Yeah, so, so they, they, they took layers of adamantium that were finally, yeah. it wasn't completely. We don't know if it's adamantium. I don't think he said that. I think they mentioned it at some point. Did but they? they? Yeah. Um, but but I, either way, yeah. So it's still his body. It's just he's got a whole bunch of plates in him pretty yeah, much. Yeah, he's got adamantium plates. So um, they have a little conversation. And that's when Bullseye says, oh, you haven't mentioned what your name is. And then we cut back to uh, Yuriko. And she mentions Darkwind. He calls himself Darkwind and gives you a little um, little 
uh, uh, origin story. He was a kamikaze pilot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on a suicide mission. His plane didn't but, go yeah, off, but, and he felt so much shame. That yeah, he ran it was off. a one in like a one in yeah. billion chance that he would survive, and he ended up surviving. And and it's tormented. It, it's it's for some reason he doesn't like the fact that he was not able to be successful in his suicide bombing mission. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whilst this conversation is going on, two of the sailor goons, the boat goons, come in and they spot them. Daredevil gets up and quickly knocks one of them out. Another one pulls out a uh, a hook. A, I can't remember what those things are called, but one of those boat hook things. Um, mm. And is about to uh, attack them. And then the, the owner of the shop that they're in, the rice shop that they're in, uh, hits him over the back of the head with something and mentions that she doesn't like sailors. Mm-hmm. Um, so... They leave, and then we discover why um, Yuriko's face has been in the shadow for so long. And it's and it's funny because she's hiding her face from Daredevil, but th- when we first see her, they're running around and everything. Her face is not covered, mm-hmm. but they just they just put her face in the shadow and with the yeah. artwork. But now she has her face covered, so she's showing Daredevil her face for the first time. But it's impossible for her to have have hit her face even before she had the cloak yeah. on. But they're, they're, it's un- they're under the impression that. Um, it's been dark the whole time. So, so she um, has what it is is she has a she has a scar, a scar like it's it's a symbol yeah. that has been carved into her face mm-hmm. and left a yeah, very very like big scar. Japanese lettering. Um, yeah. So that's on her face, and that's how it. And she mentions you know that she has this ugliness on her face, and um, and Daredevil mentions that it's not ugly to him. So there's a little mm-hmm. tension building between them. So, um, the, so the next issue, this takes us to 198. 198 and one which nine, has a great cover. Yeah, it does have a great cover. cover. And, and 198, it's the same. Carl Potts. T- yeah. Uh, we are now officially 100% into a William Johnson penciled piece, and, and yeah. uh, Danny O'Neill still doing the story, as, mm-hmm. as we mentioned. So it's no longer Mike Magnola inking. It is now Danny uh, Bulandia. Bulanadi. Yeah, Bulan, Bulanadi. 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 Yeah. Like uh, said, but they do give a special shout out to Larry Hammer. So I'm sure Larry he, Hammer, yep. he had some type of. Uh, he might have been helping yeah. with the story as well at this mm-hmm. stage. So we have. Uh, we open with Daredevil He's breaking br- into his hotel, his hotel room. And uh, he, he makes a phone call. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he, into New York, and we don't know why he's calling New York yet. No, yeah, but anyway, so he's making a call to New York. So the next day, uh, Matt shows up uh, to uh, Eureka, and uh, did I say it right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, Matt shows up, and and he doesn't hide the fact that he's not in costume because remember the only time that she has seen him before, he, she, he's been Daredevil, been Daredevil yeah. but he doesn't let her know that he's blind. Mm-hmm. So he walks up, he's got his blind cane, but he has his glasses on and these glasses are obviously dark sunglasses. So you can't mm-hmm. see his eyes. Um, by the way, his head is still bandaged from, uh, the headache that he's had. Yeah. And, uh, so she says like, what's with the cane? Um, and Matt sort of, he fudges it. A yeah, he fudges bit. He it. Says maybe we can trick our people, the people yeah, who are if, after us, into thinking we're a little if they weaker. If think we're than, blind, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, they're, they're planning to go on by train up to the section of Japan where uh, Darkwind has his, yes, because their, his she island. she knows where he is, and he's and uh, she is taking Matt to the island so that so that Matt can try to find Bullseye's body. Yeah. And meanwhile, while this is happening, some of uh, Darkwind's goons notice it, yeah. call for backup, and then we get another big fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, actually, before we get the fight, yeah, we got before yeah, we get the fight. They, yeah, they, we they head into the railway, and the, the goons mention 
um, that they've spotted them and Darkwind says, okay, bring the girl back and you can get rid of the guy. You can make it mm-hmm. look like a street car. Uh, Matt quickly phones Ben Urich. Actually, he gets a phone call from Ben Urich. Oh, I thought he was just a... Uh, oh. I thought he was just... Oh, a, you're right. Yeah, you're right. He goes yeah. to a, a, a phone booth. So he, he's calling him back. Mm-hmm. So we found out why he called New York the first time. Yeah, he said, can you find out about this guy for me? And, and is Ben Urich, always great seeing Ben show up. And, and mm-hmm. Ben gives him a little bit more information about Darkwind. Yeah. And we find out that Darkwind, um, his, he has three children, mm-hmm. uh, two sons and a daughter, and um, he, he uh, disfigured all their faces. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, us as readers figure out, well, okay, so yeah. Eureka's face is uh, Eureka's face is obviously scarred. So she's probably going to end up being his daughter. Yeah. But what's awesome about this, and I don't know if you noticed this, um, Jamie, but so while Ben is talking, mm-hmm. Matt goes and ends up getting attacked and starts yeah, to fight attacked. while he's on the phone. It is an amazing sequence of paneling uh-huh. where Ben continues to talk and Matt takes his face away from the phone. And uh, he uh, starts fighting. While he's fighting, Ben is still talking. And yeah. the best part about this is, is that we don't know it yet. But later on, when Matt ends up confronting Eureka, uh, not Eureka, Eureka, <laughs> Eureka, uh, uh, before uh, or when he confronts her about this later, we didn't know this at this moment. But yeah. while while Matt is fighting all these people, he's hearing what Ben is saying into the phone, yeah, even listening. though he's not his his head is not up. To, uh, up to the earpiece of, of yeah. the phone. Yeah, it was cool because it shows you know the length of of his of his of his super hearing. Or, yeah, and it was just a cool sequence. And once yeah. again, more awesome fighting. And I, I don't know. I just kind of really love that moment. I thought it was yeah. pretty cool. No, it's really good. Uh, ben mentions that that um, Darkwind, uh, who is his actual name. Um, bah, 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 excuse me. It is um, uh, Ken, Kenji Hoyama. Um, mentions the kamikaze pilot thing again, mentions that he wrote a book about it, says that he's worn this mask ever since. Uh, the book made a bundle of money, bought an island, um, married and had two sons and a daughter. Um, then says about how he's connected to, that they believe that he's connected to the Yakuza and has been involved with some thugs, had people killed. Sounds like he's a really bad guy. But yeah, this fight sequence goes on. And at the end of it, Matt picks up the phone and says, sorry, I was interrupted. Uh, and Ben says, it's okay, you're paying for the call. Um, <laughs> then a gun goes off and shatters the phone. Ben, Ben's disconnected because the phone gets broken. And Matt sort of says, I could follow him, but we've got to get on the train. Yeah. So I'll just let and, him go. And uh, Eureka was actually off while this was happening. Yeah. But, um, so she shows up and is like, what happens? And I love it. Matt's like, forget it. Let's just board the train. I don't yeah. need to explain this to you. Yeah. Um, and once they, once they get on the train... Um, this is the key moment is we have a, a flash or we have a little flash memory headache thing once again where Matt is having that vision of Bullseye. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we find out now that Bullseye is having the exact same visions, yeah. but of Daredevil. So somehow they have this this uh, um Psychic, they link, yeah. yeah, they have a psychic link, which Dark is... Darkwind mentions, uh, he said, the, the doctor that's in the room... Um, Bullseye says, you know, um, he says, I can hear you, but I just, I, I saw uh, Daredevil. He's in Japan and he's heading for this island. He's coming fast. And the doctor says he's hallucinating. The anesthetic from the surgery is playing tricks on his mind. And Darkman says, perhaps, perhaps not. When men hate greatly, a link is forged between them. Such a link exists between Bullseye and the American Daredevil. What did you think of that? The, the- it's an interesting little... Uh, it's like a supernatural tape. type of yeah. uh, power mm-hmm. that uh, is, it's... 
I mean, obviously we had the stuff with the hand. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, yeah, we know there's a supernatural element to the story, right? So. But this is the second time that we've seen that, and yeah. uh, I don't know. What do you think? I like it. Okay, cool. I like it. It makes for intro. It makes for a little. It 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 gives you a reason to go back to Bullseye rather than just seeing him sitting in a bed being mm-hmm. smart, smart mouth. Um. So. Uh, Matt explains why he has this connection and who Bullseye is, and they go into it. And while this is going on, um, the it, train stops for yeah. an extended period, and uh, a gun is cocked, and someone tries to take a shot at them. What I like so much about these issues here, and once again, it, it you know has a lot to do with William Johnson's art, I'm sure, mm-hmm. because you know there's not too much dialogue; it's a lot of fighting. Mm-hmm. But I love how. What it is is Matt is journeying from one spot to another spot, and while he get while he's going to, normally like in a normal comic book, they don't show the journey as much. No, you find out that you know oh we got to go to his castle up on the hill on the island. Mm-hmm. You then cut to them uh, up on the hill on the island, but literally over like two issues, we've got Matt or Daredevil going from point A to point B, and while we're doing that, we are showing the journey, and what the journey is is literally we get a little bit. Goons show up, we have a massive fight. We get a little bit, goons show mm-hmm. up, we have a massive fight. So yeah. it's really cool because it shows how powerful he is, yeah. how Daredevil is, and how, you know... It he, shows how, how powerful he is. It also shows the reach of Darkwind as well. Yeah, that he has, exactly. He, he is able to track this guy across the country and have people ready to attack them across the country. One thing that I thought they, that they could have... Um, maybe dove into a little bit. They didn't mm-hmm. have to. But what I thought would have been kind of neat, Jamie, would have been if um, Daredevil got beat up a little bit. Mm. During all these fights, Daredevil basically never gets hit. Yeah, He pretty much just owns the entire battle, which is awesome. But he is in Japan, and at one point he ends up fighting... Um, a, a samurai, right? Yeah, he, t- he has uh, several fights. Yeah, with, with, with Samurai, which comes in the next issue. But yeah. it's just funny to me that, like... I, I kind of wish that because he's got the head injury and everything, mm-hmm. he would have got beat up a little bit. Yeah, I think what's happening, and, and we kind of touched on this at the beginning, is that this is like a this story arc is about him cleansing himself and becoming a hero again after like a series of, of downfalls and a series of horrible things happening in his life. And this is about him being like he's the way he's presented is very stoic and very like, you know, he's he's. His poise is very heroic all the way through. There's not mm-hmm. a moment where he's slumping. There's yeah. not a moment where he's thinking to himself, "This is I, like everything's bad." The only time we ever see any of that is him saying, "I'm a little tired. I should get some sleep before we go, before yeah. I go to Japan." But throughout this period, he's just like, "I'm a hero. I'm a hero. I'm a hero. I'm going to be a hero the whole way through." Um, uh, Yuriko mentions that. Um, that she mentions that she has a love interest mm-hmm. um, who is part of uh, Darkwind's army and mm-hmm. she wants to rescue him before he does something. That's that her motivation regret. behind her motivation. all of this. Yeah. We still don't know at this point if she is his daughter or not. Yeah, they haven't explicitly yeah. said it. Uh, we have a quick little cutback to uh, Foggy and Debbie. Oh, man, Debbie. And she's, uh, but this is kind of funny because what's happening is it's, it's late at night and. Um, Foggy's just kind of, yeah, he's, he's kind of thinking about he's, what he's, what he's living uh, vicariously through Matt. Yeah, I bet you of, Matt's over in one of those. He says, uh, I bet he's in one of those geisha houses, <laughs> houses drinking that rice stuff they brew, surrounded by beautiful oriental women giving him back rubs. And that's when Debbie glares at him and says, go yeah. to sleep. <laughs> and uh, then we cut to uh, Matt and Yuriko buy a boat. 
because they're going to go. Um, the sailor, they, they get to a, a, a little uh, dock area, and there's, there's a fisherman that says, I'm not going to take you over because one, there's a storm coming, mm-hmm. and two, that guy's bad news. And this is interesting to me. So, what Matt does is Matt tells um, Eureka, pay the man, ask him what he wants, and then yeah. give him double. Yeah. Does Matt just have all this money that he can just throw out? I mean, well, I thought. they're doing very well at the moment. I back guess the... so. I thought superheroes were always struggling for money. No, no, not this guy. <laughs> he's, he's, got his, he's got a lot of real estate. He's got a lot of uh, clients, high-paying clients over, you know. Yeah. He's, he's doing well for himself. So, so they end up buying the boat. We, they have, buy the boat. we have an awesome shot of the boat, um, them silhouetted on the mm-hmm. boat uh, in the water. The storm yeah. is brewing. It's raining really hard. Yeah, they do another thing where it, they've kind of lessened down on the headache thing, but they have this great uh, motif, which uh, is kind of match cuts between uh, Matt and Bullseye. So whenever, rather than doing like the big, oh, I've got a headache, I better explain what's happening, it just cuts between them now, but they're in the same position and they've mm-hmm. got the same expression pretty much. And we cut back to Bullseye and he basically says, he's coming. I can, he's almost here. Right. And we can see that he's mobile now. He can actually move around, but he's on crutches. It's kind of cool. I know I love how, how he's getting better yeah. gradually. Yeah. Th- th- one thing, I, I know I, I just mentioned this, but I love how these issues here on this little five-issue story arc, mm-hmm. not really the first one with Wolverine. I still liked it, but these next four, Actually, three, because the last one's back. Anyway, so I just like, sorry, I'm sorry. I like how um, everything is happening so slowly. Yeah. Because we just went from single issues of, you know, wrapping it all up in 20 pages. Yeah. They are taking their time. Yeah. And it's all about the travel. They're showing Bullseye talking, but he's not better yet. Now we're showing him with crutches, but he's not better yet. Yeah. You know, it's it's just, it's such a nice pace when you're, it's like you're reading a novel mm-hmm. versus, you know, watching watching the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Bullseye says, you know, get, give, give me my outfit. I'm going to take care of him. And, and Darkman says, no, no, yeah. I've this. I've gone through a lot of trouble to get you into healthy, mm-hmm. healthy state. I need you later. I'm going to send some people after him. You're fine. I'm going to send these three, these uh, these brave samurai warriors. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, Yuriko's um, uh, boyfriend Kira there, and he says, let me join them. And Darkman says, no, you're not trained enough. Um. And that's when they said it's three. He says yeah. there's three of them. There's more than a match. We see them arrive on the island. Um, oh, and th- this is a cool moment. So yeah. um, it's raining really hard. That's rain, right? I think it's snow. Is it? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's snowing. Um, so it's snowing really. Yeah, because it's super cold. That's yeah. right. It is snowing. Uh, so it was snow in the water earlier, or when they were in the boat. But so I I love this this part. So they actually this is one of the slowest changeovers into Daredevil. Yeah. If you guys remember. Me and Jamie always talk about how, you know, especially back in the Stanley era and everything, about how quick these quick changes mm-hmm. are. Like they're over one or two panels. Yeah, this is they mention ch- it's like three, three or four seconds sometimes. Y- how quickly you can. Yeah, change. this change Daredevil takes time, or Matt takes time getting yeah. into his Daredevil look. And in the middle of it, I I love this shot. Um, we have a shot of Daredevil's back mm-hmm. as a, kind of like a like a half like a quarter profile from the back mm-hmm. and he's looking off in the distance and he, and he says someone's coming but what a great shot of yeah. him from the back yeah. I love it because it just goes to show he doesn't need to see it because mm-hmm. we're not seeing what he's seeing it's a cool little moment yeah and then um, he, t- he says uh, th- he mentions how far away they are and Yuriko says I can't see anything how can you the snow is is so thick how can you see anything and he pulls 
he pulls his mask over his face at this point and says, I don't need to see. Mm-hmm. It's a really great little... And then the, then the next page. This is great. The samurai, we see them walking along a bridge. They're not hiding their presence. No. They're coming to... To, to you know, there's no sneak attack here, yeah. and we have literally three panels of them getting closer to us, like yeah. a slow walk. This this Love sequence, the pace. This, this whole sequence. I mean, there is it's over four pages, I think, maybe five pages, five pages, and countless panels. But the pacing is excellent. So you have this three panel sequence of them walking towards them and coming out of the shadows and revealing who they are. Mm-hmm. Then you have a three panel sequence. First panel, Yuriko says, "These are highly trained people. We should go." Then there's a panel of them just looking, and then a panel of Dead will saying, No. No, I know. And so. then then we have the fight sequence, and there's no dialogue in the fight. He just goes onto the bridge and starts fighting his samurais, and you see him using I mean, it's such a clean fighting style. He takes these guys out, um, kicks them all into the water. Yuriko helps with one of them who's gone down and she hits him over the head. Um, but he's just doing his thing he's just taking care of business and once again I, like i said i would have liked the samurai to get a couple of like a couple, couple of hits, hits in, in but, but no, this is this is yeah all, all this is all daredevil on top of his game yeah on top of his game yeah and he's it, i think part of that comes from the fact that he's so focused you know mm-hmm. he has a it's it's less squirrely than it has been mm-hmm. in the past where he's all over the place and it's yeah. like oh i'm thinking of this person or i'm thinking of this he's just like i've got a mm-hmm. single goal i'm going from mm-hmm. here to there Anything that gets in my way, it's got to get out of the way. It's as right. simple as that. Right. And so after the fight with the samurai, uh, three key things happen here. The first thing is, is Daredevil confronts Yuriko and says, hey, my friend on the phone was telling me about the about him scarring the, ch- um, mm-hmm. about, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Darkwind, yeah. scarring his children. So are you his daughter? Yeah. She says, yes, I am. We also find another big. He says, mo- "Is this a trap as well?" Oh, is this a trap? Uh, no, it's not a trap. It's a, he. She really does love that guy, mm-hmm. but more importantly, is the samurai are down, and she takes the sword and hands it to Matt, and says, or is to Daredevil, "You need to kill them because if you don't, they will either come back after us or they will go back to him and report that we're here. Mm-hmm. So you need to kill them." And this is we have a moment, and it's slow. There's a couple of there's a panel of of Daredevil holding the sword, and it's like, is he going to do it? Is he not going to do it? And he says no, and he throws it away. And this is part of that redemption that Jeremy or sorry that Jamie was talking about, where it's like, you know, he realizes the type of hero he is. Mm-hmm. That he is a hero. He's not going to kill. You know, yeah. this is this this is that start of that. It yeah. happens more in issue two hundred when we have the big yeah. thing. But this is kind of the start of him being like, "No, I am a hero. This yeah. is who I am." So it was a big moment. Yeah. And then we had the last page of the issue, which is kind of weird, where it's cold outside. And they find a shelter, <laughs> yeah, a, a shelter of sorts, and then they mention, you know, we that we will be dead of all kind of reaches out and touches her face and and yuriko says um it's cold and dark and we're in a strange place um maybe i'll the our touch will keep us warm yeah maybe the touch of a stranger so, will keep us warm so, so they, it's implied that they have a little, it, a little they, fun yeah it is implied they have a little fun right after she says she loves this guy yeah boy man that's the this is the one part of the issue where i'm like man daredevil come on dude yeah. you were just you were almost there you were almost there remember you were saying you're a hero and yeah. everything but yeah so they they go keep their bodies warm yeah um i just wanted to mention one quick thing because uh because we've been reading them in the floppies there's a letter in the letters page from eric stevenson and i wonder if that's uh i don't think it is but isn't that the editor um image the chief image guy i don't know i wonder if he was a daredevil fan back in the day back in <laughs> 83 eric if you're a listener <laughs> um 
Yeah, and uh, send us a note. <laughs> right. Uh, he is. He listens to us. All I know the time, he's an so. avid fan. Yeah. So now we're on to issue one ninety nine, which we'll go through here. Uh, it's called "Daughter of a Dark Wind." Yeah. Um, a fine cover. Not as good as the last one. I, I you know, yeah. I really like that last cover. Mm-hmm. I, looking at it, I was like, oh, maybe I should have put that on my list. Um, Luke McDonald is the artist on this cover. Yeah, and what, uh, same uh, same uh, Danny on the story, Danny O'Neill, William Johnson pencils, and then we have a different. Oh no, same inker. It's Danny uh, Bulanati. Bulanati, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we, uh, Daredevil is dressed. We didn't say this. He was given some samurai clothes, he, yeah, and he took some and, and clothes Eureka and said, "You need to get dressed in these because they're expecting to you know to find if they see that you're not a samurai, you know everybody. My father owns everybody, so mm-hmm. you need to wear these to kind of blend in. So he's wearing these samurai clothes that are conveniently open with his Daredevil, um, uh, Daredevil's uh, suit on underneath. Yeah, but he thinks he's having another dream, but it turns out he's actually in the middle of an earthquake. Yeah, there's a little tremor that goes on. Um, they get out of the building while it's going on, and then we have another one of the headache things hit. Mm-hmm. And rather than having the match cut, we have a inverse thing. We have uh, one panel of Daredevil holding his head, looking right to left, and saying, "You know, this. I'm, I keep getting this feeling about this guy." Then we have a shot of Bullseye looking left to right saying i know where he is i, I know mm-hmm. that he's here he's less than a mile away yeah and then so we see, it's so great they're getting yeah. closer and yeah. now we cut to to bullseye and what is bullseye doing he's, he's training he's training he still has a bandage on he's not 100 percent, but he's throwing stuff he's he's playing i mean it's he's playing awesome with, he's playing with the the japanese weapons uh-huh. and he's sort of saying oh these are good and yeah. the guy says you're you're very good at these have you used these weapons before and bullseye says no but everything's a weapon as far as i'm concerned and if it's a weapon I'm the best person to use it. Right. And then we find out a little bit about why um, Darkwind actually went out and mm-hmm. got Bullseye. He, uh, he goes, next week, my nation's minister of trade will be in New York, mm-hmm. and he wants Bullseye to assassinate him. Yeah, he says he hates New Japan. He hates yeah. the way that we bow and mm-hmm. scrape and beg for right. Western money, basically. Yeah, he, he wants to go back to a tr- traditional way of right. where they were warriors. And- exactly, yeah. Um, and Bullseye's just listening, taking it in, and you know, kind of agreeing that he's the best man for the job in a mm-hmm. way, sort of. Um, so that's pretty much it with that. And then we find out that he um, says, "Do you want me to go and do Bullseye as a favor?" And Darwin mm-hmm. says, "No, no. You, I said it before. I'll say it again. Mm-hmm. Save yourself, buddy. right?" And he says, but, uh, "You know." And he says, "Why? What, what's the deal with you in this guy?" And, he, and at this point, he's playing around with a sign. And he says, "Oh." Um, I a, killed a, a close, a close friend, friend of his, his. A real, real close real. friend. <laughs> so anyway, so Darkwind is like, okay, so instead of you going out, I got these six men who I will send out. Yeah. Um, got the, uh, the archers and uh, the samurai again. Mm-hmm. Um, or three more samurai. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he says, and if that fails, then, uh, then I'll take care of him. I'm, I'm a pretty competent mm-hmm. fighter myself. So we see uh, Daredevil and Yuriko are uh, pretty much there at this stage, and they come in, and then the three samurai that he um, gave, uh, he let live, charge at them, and Yuriko says, you should have killed him. You should have killed them. They recognize us. Um, they're going to let them know. And he fights them again. He takes them out again. And he says, you know, it's not necessary. These guys are now sick. I can hear the way they're breathing. Yeah. They have pneumonia. They're not in a healthy state. This won't take long. And he does. He beats all three of them up, knocks them out. And then um, uh, Kira, who is the boyfriend, we cut back to Darkwind and Kira's mm-hmm. there. And, and Darkwind he's says... He's begging. Like, yeah, let he's me... saying, let me go and fight yeah. this guy. And he said, no, 
you're not ready and also you have to take bullseye yeah you have to take him off the island to to get him away from this guy mm-hmm. he's going to cause trouble and Gira says, um, well, can I wear my swords? Yeah. It's a nice little touch. He's and like, okay, like, sure. whatever, just do what I'm telling you to do. Yeah. Um, he goes so off and... It, we, we've got more of Daredevil fighting. More uh, Daredevil fighting. He, yeah. We, we have a little moment where Daredevil, where Matt's like, uh, about last night, do you want to talk about that? Yeah. And, she and, says, and no, she's like, no, that's okay. We were warm, whatever. Yeah. And by yeah. the way, I really love this guy. Yeah. So whatever you do, you can't harm him. He's a yeah. one guy you can't harm. The Let whole, him live everyone else's yeah, fair game. The, the whole reason I'm showing or I'm helping you is because you're going to you're gonna let him live. Yeah. And while um, this is going on, um, Matt suddenly pushes her down. Daredevil pushes her down and says, get down. And then an arrow flies between them. And then there's this great sequence where Matt's standing and three ar- the three uh, archers are there. Love They've this. all got I their love bows uh, chucked. Mm-hmm. Is that the right word? Or cocked? Or? Yeah. And all three of them fire their, their, <laughs> their arrows at the same time. And Matt <laughs> catches two of them and uses one of them to bat. Oh, no, he catches, he catches all, three all three of them. He catches all three of them. And, and snaps, snaps them in half. That is cool. I love that. That mm-hmm. just shows how awesome he is. That's how focused he is. Oh, right so focused. So we cut to uh, Bullseye is now dressed and ready to go. And, and he this says, is a, so th- what, what's the deal? What's the deal with what's going on? You want me to go and do this job for you in New York? How much are you going to pay me? And yeah, says, I love this. He says, I'm not paying you anything. The yeah. reason why you're going to do this is you're paying me back yeah. because I... I basically resurrected you. I yeah. gave you, you know, your movement back and made you able to speak. Yeah, I helped you. It's a repayment. It's you a repayment. Do it and and so Bullseye's like, okay. And then in the, I love this so much. So, uh, so uh, we have some more of the fight. The fighting happens, but yeah. they get they get on uh, they get on the boat, and uh, Akira is uh, taking Bullseye off, and. And Kira's like, well, what are you doing? Like, where are you, like, why are you going this way? You know, you need to stick around. You need to help. Um, you need to assassinate, uh, you know, the foreign leader that. Um, well, yeah, he says, uh, he says, get a move on. It's cold. And and uh, Kira says, you know, um, I really envy you. You're getting the opportunity to do all the things mm-hmm. that I want to do, which is serve yeah. Darkwind. And he says, what makes you think I'm going to yeah, do Yeah, he's that? like, I'm not going to do that. I, this is such an awesome bullseye moment. Yeah. He goes, look, I kill for money. The fact that he, I did not ask him to heal me. Yeah. So if he wants me to kill for him, he's gonna have to pay it's me. Money. I love that. So he ends up taking his, uh, ends up taking his sword out. Kira is because he's, you know, I mean, he he figures automatically his mind goes to, I oh, gotta do whatever Darkwind was best for Darkwind. Yeah. So he takes out his sword like he's gonna attack Bullseye, and then Bullseye just throws a bottle of booze in his face, mm-hmm. knocks <laughs> him into the water, and <laughs> takes the boat. Yeah. And then the only thing he says is, uh, "Oh, that was silly. And now I've got to row this boat but all by myself." <laughs> yeah. So he rows off, and then. Then they get to the temple that they're heading towards the main building. And That's the tiniest lizard ever. Oh, yeah, that little fella's been living in here. Yeah. Sorry, I just saw a tiny, tiny lizard. Little baby lizard. Um, the the more samurai attack, Daredevil fights them. He comes into his main there is just, costume. Honestly, guys, guys and gals, when you're listening to this, make sure you go out and, and find these issues. Because if anything, if you like like looking at good art on yeah. fight scenes, there are so many good panels yeah. that William Johnson and the team does here. It's just it, it is so so good. Yeah, and what's happening is the earthquake. There's aftershocks going on. So while he's fighting, Daredevil keeps mentioning, you know, my my radar's a little off. I, even though I've been pretty capable up until this point, I have to be really careful at this point. Uh, he does well. He holds he holds them off. He gets a couple of near hits. This is the first time. Yeah, the first time that Daredevil he, actually has been beca- nicked because because of the off. because exactly the radar's off because yeah. of the earthquake. He gets his kick in. He's able to kick down the guy that ends up slicing his arm. And then what happens is is this uh, the a ceiling. Beam. 
the ceiling, the beam falls in and traps him down. And at that moment, walking up to him in the shadows is Darkwing with his sword, and he's going to finish the job. He's going to cut off Daredevil's head. Um, once again, Darkwing doesn't know anything about Bullseye at this moment. No. And this is one thing that I thought they could have done a little bit better. So he ends up pulling his sword out, and he's going to kill him. Um, it's a great. It's actually great it, dialogue. He come. He starts walking towards him, and he says, "Call me a dark wind. Come from the past to sweep the shame from my land." And he's just about to strike Daredevil, who's trapped under this thing, who's trying to reach his billy club. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up getting killed by his daughter. She shows up, and she ends up, I don't know, slicing him up and killing him. And In that is, back. and that is literally the end of him. And yeah. he had talked about how like he'd be able to handle it. I figured he would be a little bit more trained, and I was expecting a little bit of a fight. And I also, one thing that I don't know how you feel about this, Jamie, but we never see his face. No. They actually like his. I, I thought we would see what his face looked like if it was disfigured, if he had scarred himself, but we never do. So it's no, kinda, he has that little exchange with Bullseye. Yeah. Bullseye says, "Why do you wear that thing?" Yeah. And and he says, "Because." I'm covering my shame and bullseye yeah. saint like I thought you just had pimples and yeah. laughs as he leaves. Um, <laughs> I thought it would have been neat though to if I would say yeah, but also if you're wearing that hood, your peripheral vision is going to be <laughs> screwed up. So uh, a woman, uh, your, your daughter coming up behind you right. and, and slicing you in the back makes perfect sense because S- there's no way you would be able to hear or see it. And so on the last page, uh-huh. everything wraps up. Daredevil thanks her for saving his life. Kira comes out of the water. Uh, Kira and, and uh, Yuriko are together again, mm-hmm. so they embrace, and Daredevil watches them walk away, and Daredevil's probably thinking about last night's booty call. Yeah. He's thinking, <laughs> well, that was fun. Um, I liked it. It was a fun little great. thing. It was great. So now, for the last issue we're going to cover today quickly is issue, issue 200. 200. This is the big one. Mm-hmm. We've, this is our 200th issue that we're going over of the self-titled series, and... It wraps up this little story that we just went over yeah. today. We are back in New York City. Yeah. And it's got a very cool cover. It's uh, John Byrne and Terry Austin. Um, I, I've said in the past that I think John Byrne doesn't do a great Daredevil because, uh, I don't know, I just feel like he's... Mm-hmm. But this is pretty cool. It's Daredevil kind of tattered and one guess is bloody. Um, his face is in shadow and he's standing above Bullseye who's on the ground looking like he's been taken out again. Mm-hmm. Um, issue 200, though, that's amazing. Um, it's a great, the, the splash page, the opening is great. This is uh, William Johnson again. It's Bullseye just throwing open the doors of, I'm, it's the, the Kingpin's office, just saying, I'm back. I'm back. I'm and back. I love this because the Kingpin is impressed. He's a little bit, but he goes, yeah. huh. You're, uh, oh, Bullseye goes, hey, it's your favorite assassin or that your best assassin is back. And I love this. Kingpin goes, no, you're the second. Electra <laughs> was the best. I love it. You have a guy who could easily <laughs> kill you standing right in front of you mm-hmm. who's got a huge attitude, loves himself so much, and you are willing, you are so powerful, you can say, you're not the best. Yeah. I thought that was Get back awesome. in your lane, son. Get back in your lane. So yeah. they end up making a deal, and Kingpin is like, look, if you want to work for me, there's one thing you got to do. You got to take out Daredevil. Yeah. Which is also kind of surprising, because this kind of goes against what we had developed with Frank Miller yeah. about how Kingpin likes having Daredevil around because they're, they're two sides of the same coin. So the fact that he's actually having Bullseye kill Daredevil was a little bit off to me, yeah. but whatever. It's, but it's okay. It's, it's a nice new rider. It's, it's wrapping it all up. Yeah. So um, the, I, one thing I wanted to mention, um, I can't remember who it was. Now this is such a shame because I made a note somewhere. But the I, I discovered that there was a political cartoon way back in maybe the seven eighteen hundreds, seventeen hundreds, of a, a politician 
who was drawn as a large guy with a diamond thing in his uh, neckerchief or whatever that mm-hmm. uh, the cravat a diamond pin and it was kind of funny because I thought oh and it became like this uh, symbol of like um, opulent wealth and crime mm-hmm. back then and I was like oh, I wonder if they knew about that when they created Kingpin and but I can't remember the guy's name it was something like Crane or something but with a K um, if I find it out I'll, I'll put something in the notes um, but yeah Daredevil uh, Daredevil's been marked again and uh, Kingpin says here, here's uh, you can here's a house for you. <laughs> well, but, but, <laughs> it's a place to yeah, stay because Bullseye says, "Look, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, broke. <laughs> I'm broke. Um, I need a place to stay. Can you give me like a <laughs> thousand like, bucks and a place much, to stay?" I remember thinking, "Is that it?" That's he nice. wants a thousand bucks, and it's so funny. Kingpin goes, "I'll give you five hundred, yeah. and I got a place for you to stay." <laughs> <laughs> it's Kingpin is awesome. Yeah. I love Kingpin. So the last image that we from see... From Petty Cash as from well. Petty That's Cash. 500 from Petty, Petty Cash. Make sure you keep your receipts. Yeah, keep your receipts. <laughs> so Bullseye starts to have a headache at the end of this page, yeah. and, and then we cut to Daredevil, and Daredevil's having that same headache. So we know they're still having that, that yeah. psychic link between the two of them. Yeah. And then we're, we're at the airport now. And we're introduced to a new character we should mention. We are Foggy's mustache. Foggy's mustache. <laughs> That's so funny <laughs> that we both thought that. So when he, arrived, when he arrives at the airport, Foggy's there, and he's got a mustache, and yeah. it's so Matt has his arm in a sling. His his arm in a sling. And all Foggy can say is like, hey, so uh, did you notice anything different about me? And he goes, oh, oops, I forgot. You're blind. (laughs) You can't see it. Well, anyway, so I got this mean old uh, uh, stash on my face. Um, Uh, He also mentions talking to Brown died, mm -hmm. (laughs) which is, and Matt just says, oh, that's too bad. He seemed like a nice man. Yeah. Um, And then Foggy says, you know, let's go out and eat. Let's eat a big meal. It's like a huge meal of like a... And, it's got smoky that ribs, potato salad, yeah. pecan pie. And Matt's like, I'm like, jealous. I, I'm good, buddy. Just leave me be. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, Matt's like, I need to go home. So he goes home and he's working out. And I, lo- I love this part, Jamie, because he, th- this is Matt thinking like, okay, yeah. if I'm going to be able to take bullseye down, I'm going to need to be back to my old form. Am mm-hmm. I ever going to get back to my old form? And in case I don't have time to, I got to be able to be as balanced and as well of a fighter yeah. as I can with I've my current. Adjust. With my current condition, yeah. so he's literally like swinging around using one arm. He's he's saying I have to work out where my balance is now because mm-hmm. my arm is is done in, and then he senses someone coming in. Yeah, and it's the return of our buddy. And I figured they would probably do a this. A woman, five feet seven inches tall. Yeah, weighs one hundred and twenty-five. Athletic, graceful. Mm-hmm. You figured that. I figured it was going to be Black Widow because I mean she played such a huge role in in Daredevil for such a long period mm-hmm. of time. And she returned again for Frank Miller's towards the, the end. Ending, yeah. It's like you know what you got to bring. This is it. you need to do. You need to have all the players in issue yeah. two hundred. Yeah. That's why you got Kingpin. While you got Bullseye, now you have Black Widow, and you got Foggy's mustache. You have all the major players. Yeah, and there's a nice little sequence where you know she says, "Look, I know we were more, but we're friends now, and I just want to make sure you're okay." And um, what's going on? And he says, "You know." He, he mentions about Bullseye. He tells her what's going on, and he says, "I, I've, I've let this thing go on for too long with Bullseye, mm-hmm. and uh, I've got to finish it." And she says, "Okay, just be careful." Right. And so we get an awesome little. Uh, so that once that's done, uh, once again, it was a cute little moment. Yeah. I, I really like it was in there. Uh, 
you know, Daredevil needs to get information. He needs to find out where Bullseye so is. Go? So he goes to Josie's to yeah. go. Well, it doesn't say Josie's, but we assume it's Josie's. She hasn't had the, the window was smashed. So she recently. doesn't have time to put Josie's on it again. It yet, yeah. So I love it. Matt, uh, Daredevil shows up wearing a trench coat and a hat and just goes up to Turk and Grotto. Yeah. And he's like, got hey, his Turk. arm in a sling and they're yeah. like, oh, we can take him. Now. This is so great. So, so everyone is like, all right, let's go ahead and fight, fight him because his arm is busted. They, these, these goons do not learn. They don't yeah. learn. So Daredevil easily takes them all out yeah. and but ends up getting the information that he needs and he finds out that there's this old gym that is somewhere on a dock somewhere mm-hmm. that um uh the St. James Arena it's yeah which has been abandoned for a long time and that mm-hmm. is where uh Bullseye's probably at and yeah. and we 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 find out that he is there and he's training that's where he's getting better so that yeah. way once Daredevil gets back from Japan he'll be able to beat him yeah. and and, um, and uh, Daredevil mentions that he's he, the name rings a bell. The yeah. St. James Arena mm-hmm. rings a bell for some reason. As he's walking up the stairs into the uh, arena, uh, he starts to have flashbacks, memories of back when he was a kid, and he realizes this was the time when I he could still see. I went and I saw my father, and he was wrestling, and he was wearing a devil costume. He was a character called the Red Devil uh-huh. in the wrestling circuit. And, and it's kind of funny because his dad mentions, you know, this was a really dishonorable way of making a living. Yeah, he goes, look, I know I'm... going to wrestling. I know know I'm a fighter, but I need to be as a dignified fighter as I can be, and this is the lowest low I've ever done, and he's telling this to Matt in the flashback. He's he's crying and everything, and he goes, never again. I'm never going to stoop to this level for money. I'm going to always, you know, fight with dignity and and everything. Yeah. And so Daredevil remembered that. Um, It's kind of interesting seeing Foggy cry, or seeing... um, Daredevil uh, cry, and Jack cry. Yeah, yeah, Jack and Daredevil both crying. Do you remember there was a whole period after issue 100 where everyone was crying, or before 100 where (laughs) everyone was crying? Um, And then Bullseye walks in whilst they're... Daredevil's thinking about this thing and he's saying all these years and Bullseye's like, like, are you talking to yourself? You jump. So what better way to to wrap up issue 200 than having a big Daredevil and Bullseye fight? Yeah. And so this fight goes over several pages. Mm -hmm. It it, it goes into the ring. Uh, Bullseye has guns hidden in places. weapons weapons, all over the place. And Daredevil is able to obviously withstand. And while this is all happening, Daredevil starts to realize like... um, you know, I he starts to think about like when he was. I didn't. I I almost let you die. Yeah. Um. I could have saved you, and I chose not to. Yeah. So, what type of person does that make me? I'm not that way anymore. Um. I do want to mention the Daredevil's intentions when he came into this gym were to kill Daredevil. Yeah. Or to, to cure Bullseye. Bullseye. He to goes. Take care of it. I I I need to kill him. There's mm-hmm. so much bad has happened with him being alive. And we get to the end of the fight, and Bullseye pulls out a gun, and well, before that, he actually there's a, there's a great sequence. Sorry to, to no, go ahead, yeah, yeah. He's uh, there's a whole sequence where he's pulling out all these weapons, mm-hmm. and, and Daredevil says these are some exotic weapons that he's souvenirs from Japan, and he says, you know, you got to keep honing your skills, you got to get better. In fact, look at this. Speaking of strange weapons, yeah. and he pulls out a scythe, and he says, uh, this is one that belonged to Elektra. Um, this, I think this might be the one. Well, he doesn't say it's the one that killed her, but he mentions that he killed her. He's trying to get uh, Daredevil rolled Riled up. Daredevil up, yeah. stops talking, and he's saying, you know, you should have heard her. She was whimpering like a baby. And then he throws the sigh at Daredevil, and Daredevil catches it. 
mm-hmm. and he catches it between two fingers yeah. so that the, the blade it, goes between them. And it's awesome, and he takes it and he throws it back throws at Daredevil back. and pierces him in the shoulder, bullseye. or Bullseye, and pierces him in the in the shoulder, and Bullseye goes, you know, that's pretty good. It's almost as good as I would have done, only I would have aimed for your heart. And Daredevil goes, he goes, I did, and I missed. Yeah. Obviously, we don't know if that's true or not. But yeah. So as I was mentioning, so Daredevil went there to kill him. Yeah. And then at the end, um, towards the end of this fight, Bullseye pulls out a gun and shoots uh, Daredevil. But once again, he, he he doesn't kill him. Yeah, Daredevil kind of he, gets back somehow. It's he, not really clear, but he kind of gets back enough that it grazes him. It grazes head. him. Well, it, no, it is clear because Bullseye says, I could have killed you, but I purposely oh, did yes. not kill you. It mm-hmm. was a stun shot. I, this is, I, you know, you let me live. And the fact that you let me live, it kills me inside. Mm-hmm. I hate the fact that you didn't let me die. I can't stand it. So what, me killing you is too easy. If I kill you, that feeling will never go away. So the only thing I can do to you know, be victorious is let you live and know that every time I kill somebody, it's going to be on your shoulders. Yeah. And that is going to be the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate way to beat you. Mm-hmm. So he starts to leave. And Daredevil's just looking down at the, at the, at the floor, and he goes, no, and he screams, no. And then we think at this moment... This is where Daredevil, this, everything has led to this. Yeah. Is Daredevil going to kill Bullseye? So he throws his billy club, hits him in the head, grabs him, and puts him in this chokehold mm-hmm. where he's got the billy club at his neck yeah. and, is, and is getting ready to kill him. And yeah. while he's doing this, he starts to have a vision of his father telling him, uh, his father goes, I disgraced myself, referring to when he was wearing the, um, the, the devil costume. Mm-hmm. I disgraced myself, and there ain't no money in the world that can pay for that. There's never a reason for not being what you are. Yeah. Not there's no reason to not be what you are. And at that moment, Daredevil realizes I am not a killer. Mm -hmm. And since I am not a killer, I can't kill you. Yeah. So instead, he chokes him until he passes out. He leaves. He sees some cops outside that have just showed up and tells him you're going to find Bullseye's body in there. Yeah. He says he's not going to be. He's not going to give you any trouble. Yeah. Um, And then I mean, this is the line which I think tells you everything. This is. He says, uh, the burden I've been feeling all these months, it's not that I didn't succeed in killing you, it's that I tried to. I'm not a killer. Yeah. Yeah. Very powerful. Yeah. And yeah. that's uh, that's Daredevil, our hero. He's back. Our hero is yeah. back in New York, back in... Mm-hmm. Back doing what he does best, which is heroics. Jamie, we just covered 200 issues of Daredevil, 200. plus a whole bunch of guest appearances, Contest of Champions, Marvel 2 and 1, all yeah. that fun stuff. I, st- I, I was thinking about the his appearances and other things. And I still really like that thing story where the thing gets brainwashed and he get and they go and oh. they have to take yeah I will be talk I will be talking about that <laughs> in, in a little bit. So guys thank guys and gals thank you for listening to us yes. today. We're not done yet though. We're not Horn, done. Hornheads. We've got a fun we're gonna spend a few minutes here and we're gonna go over some of our favorite things from the first um uh, from the first uh Actually, we're going to be going over some of our favorite things from issue 101 to issue 200. Yeah. And then once we're done with that, we're going to wrap up this episode by talking about our, we're each going to see our 10 favorite issues. Mm-hmm. Um, In the entire 200 issue yeah. run. So what so, we're so what we're doing here is we are going to start with our. Do you want to do our favorites or least favorites? Um, I I feel like saying least favorites yeah, to get out of the way, just because yeah, it's let, kind of negative. And yeah, let's do some least favorites. So we only least, have a, we have four things yeah, that we're going to talk we about: have villain, here. guest appearance, cover, and DD moment. All right. Um, least favorite villain. All right, I'll go first. Please do. The Crusher. 
the crusher. For those of you who don't remember, um, this was back when Matt Murdock went to the gym and, and met the trainer oh, that yeah, trained yeah. his father. And there was this up and coming boxer who was on steroids. Yeah. And because he felt the pressure and his agents were telling him, you need to take these steroids, you need to take these steroids. And uh, he ended up turning into this big monster called the Crusher. Yeah, and it, would, wasn't it Iron Man or someone that hit? He had fought a, a previous Crusher, but yeah. this is a new Crusher. Yeah, so what, taken what I don't like, what I don't like about him, I think whenever anyone takes mutagen and it changes your clothes, it always bothers me. I'm okay <laughs> with it getting you big. I, you know, Return of the Ooze, Ninja mm-hmm. Turtles two, when Shredder takes the ooze, his wardrobe changes. I'm not a big fan of wardrobe changes with, with, with mutagen. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so he comes up and he starts crashing. Uh, He's a, he gets like the size of a building and he starts crashing mm-hmm. or, or punching and breaking down the the comp you know the the ring the and everything the mm-hmm. gym, thank you. And then uh, it starts to collapse and at that moment he decides that he's going to save everybody that he was just trying to kill. Yeah, he had like a moment of you know whatever. Yeah. And was his it head, Fogwell's gym or was it somewhere? Else? I can't remember the name of the gym. Um, I don't remember the name of the, of the issue either. I just remember I couldn't stand that guy. <laughs> and then so he goes and uh, he ends up dying. Yeah. And everybody feels sad because it was, his, it was just his dead. kid on steroids. Yes. Anyway, so that was my least favorite. Oh, okay. Cool. My least favorite was Lady Killer, uh, uh, which was the episode where Becky had the, uh, the, from her past, where she revealed why she was in a wheelchair. She'd been attacked. Oh. The guy who looked like Melvin Potts. Right, and, right. That, okay. Yeah, he was the one. She was just. Eating. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, not very nice to women. And, yeah, and yeah, that it's was just like a weird S and M character. Yeah, well, that's good. I'm so glad that we both picked two that you know we we now reminded us of stuff that we've forgotten about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So guest appearance. Guest appearance. You go first. The, and and this is again. I think we did this last mm-hmm. time. It was um, guest appearance in the com in the Daredevil comic. Someone else is appearance in the book rather than his appearance in another book mm-hmm. um beast in issue 155 was just irritating beyond belief <laughs> where he was bouncing around yep. the hospital mm-hmm. quoting shakespeare oh do you have that issue i have there? the i have the exact <laughs> same lease i just showed uh jamie on my phone i took a screenshot of the cover so i can yeah. remember the issue he was in yeah and yeah it was issue 155 i couldn't stand beast he was so annoying yeah Oh, that is so hilarious. Out of 100 <laughs> issues, we picked the same moment. Yeah. That is so weird. All right, so um, on to least the next favorite one. Cover. Uh, least favorite cover. I got to pull it up back, go back to my notes here. Least favorite cover. It was so hard, Jamie. I had so much trouble with this. So mm. I just went with 187, which is our logo. Mm. <laughs> I know that sounds funny, but it, it, it's it's the stop it please. It, it's stop the stop it. it please. And the only reason I did it was because it's so simple, mm. which I'm okay with simple. But of all the simple ones, with him just with his head down, yeah. I don't know. I just went with that one. This was so hard for me to pick, and mm. I, there was none that were like super terrible. So I I just went with that with 180 uh, with 187. Yeah, I um, I've been thinking about this a lot, and I think that this is going to sound very down on Frank Miller. I don't think he's a good cover artist. Mm. I think uh, he just seemed quite sloppy, especially towards the yeah. end. It seemed kind of rushed. There wasn't anything interesting or dynamic in a lot of his covers. But saying that, I like a few of his covers. So I it's do kind too. of weird. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite covers is by him. Yeah. So, um, but again, uh, the Lady Killer one, 173. I really, I think okay. I just don't like that issue. And I think that's, that's more what it is. I think that issue just, I, there's very little to like in that issue. Okay, fair enough. All right. And the last least favorite thing. Um, least favorite dd moment um i actually liked daredevil 
a lot from issues 101 to 200. Mm-hmm. There yeah, were not too. a lot of moments that I didn't like him. Yeah. Um, I had two that were my least favorite moments. Um, it was a tie, so I'm just going to say them both. Um, I didn't like Frank Miller's last issue uh-huh. with the whole the gun, roulette. The roulette. I didn't like that, but that was my runner-up. Um, but the, the number one least favorite moment, I went with um, the fanfare dog dying part. Mm. I, d- I didn't like how he just he was so fixated on on helping this kid just because he was blind. Yeah. It's what it seemed like. Yeah, it's like I feel so bad for him because he's blind, which kind of goes against you know yeah. uh, Daredevil um, giving special attention to somebody with a handicap. I feel like yeah, and then um, story and then so the story <laughs> being what it was, and then him like literally kicking the crud out of out of a guy who was just doing his job who's animal, animal control RSPCA yeah, as well wasn't he because RSPCA, his because his head his head was so was so into yeah. it but those were the two moments that I were probably my least favorite okay I have two um, oh there we go one of them I guess is also a guest appearance but it was the Yuri Geller stuff, oh okay which yeah which was just uh, that was a lot on, it seems yeah. like forever ago I was tacked on in such an yeah. unnecessary way there was mm-hmm. nothing I mean there's it, the, the reason I didn't put him as a guest appearance is there's some funny things in that that I like, like the the bars being thrown out, and the, mm-hmm. there's just some goofy <laughs> stuff in that. And I love all the puns, like the think tank. I mean, yeah, that's such a great name for a vehicle. Um, the uh, his treatment of Heather Glenn has mm-hmm. been horrendous, and I think that's yeah. that's something that is really I've really struggled with the depiction of him and his behavior towards her. It's just been horrible, and I know right. that it's a character thing, and I know. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, you know, he's been violent towards her in some issues, which is just nasty to see right. a character that you like start behaving like that. And it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But let's go to favorite. Yeah, now, because favorite. that's much nicer to talk so about. So we had nine that we were going to go through. Let's skip the first one, favorite issue, because mm-hmm. I don't want to say what our favorite issue is, because let's just wait until we do our top 10 in, ca- in case it's our number one. Mm-hmm. So we'll just wait. So we won't okay. do our favorite issue till we no. get to our top ten. But so let's start with villain. Favorite villain. Favorite villain. I'll go first for this one. Let's see if do it at the same time. Ready and see if it. Okay. One, one two, three. King Kingpin. Pin. Yeah. <laughs> I love Kingpin. Yeah. I, I always have, and I the three issues where he was inter- well not introduced but introduced in the, yeah. into the Daredevil world that Frank Miller did that whole three issues combined mm-hmm. is together are one of my all time favorite Him stories in the of, big door yeah <laughs> the uh, giant uh, uh, door uh, that uh, took uh, Daredevil uh, like five uh, pounds uh, to budge an inch you know anytime we ever like we don't <laughs> when when we're going over these issues and what happens inside of them to just to kind of you know give you guys an idea of what we're reading and so you can follow along Usually, whenever we do any quotes, most of the time they end up being quotes from Kingpin because we just like the way he sounds and we yeah. like the things that he says. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now he's been. He's. They really. The, the development of him, where, and it was so part of the story where he was basically like, "I've been aware of you as a character. You've been an annoyance, but that's it. But now you've upped it, and now I'm looking at you. I'm focusing mm-hmm. on you. And the fact that that happened in this run and 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 is now such a big part of their relationship. I mean, people forget that he was a Spider-Man villain for a long time, and right. he was kind of this goofish yeah. big guy that would just fight but wasn't very smart, and now he's really cemented as this character that's like Daredevil's arch nemesis. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, next up is uh, guest appearance. Guest appearance. I did it different on this one. I did Daredevil's appearance in another book. Oh, okay. Well, that I did, so um, I know ours won't match. So I'm going to go first on go this one. It. 
Um, I chose Marvel Team Up 37. Love it. Which is when Thing was in prison. It, 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 I don't even think Daredevil's actually in the issue. It's no, just Matt, Matt Murdock. Mm-hmm. But I just loved that issue so much. And I liked Matt lawyering in it. It's always yeah. fun when you can see Matt yeah. lawyer. Yeah, I, Did, I love that stuff. Yeah. I, I still, every now and then, still chuckle at the thought of them getting a bunch of ants, I think it was, or wasps, to pretend that there's oh, a like body. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I and love the, it. They do the quick change uh-huh. over, and then uh, they have to fight in their underwear for it's a bit. It's so good. That it's, and it's cool because it's three issues long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, But this first issue, 37, I like it so much. For our top 10 issues, we only went over issues that are in the self-titled series. Yeah. But if we would have went in all of his appearances, there's a very good chance this issue would have made it in my top yeah. 10 because I liked it so much. Nice. Yeah. Um, mine was um, the man thing. Oh, I love the man thing. One thirteen, one fourteen. Yes, that was good. I actually had a, it was between the Hulk and the man thing, but I think I leaned yeah. more towards the man thing ones. I really enjoyed those two issues. This All is right. a, this is going to be fun because penciler, uh, penciler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, you go first. Bob Brown. <clears throat> ah, there you go. Good yeah. old Bobby Brown. I really like his stuff. And yeah. you know what? I had my runner-up as William Johnson. I, I Just loved, just from those four? Yeah. yeah I love <laughs> what he does. I really... I Again, I don't want to sound too negative on Frank Miller. I think he has enough fans out there that it's not gonna, mm-hmm. he's not going to lose any sleep over this. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> Frank Miller's a great uh, breakdown artist or a great layout guy. Or a great, I don't, he does something that is incredible within the comic book. Mm-hmm. But the there's a lot of tropes that he has, which I kind of find a little tiresome, and the whole right. depiction of New York and the like. You know, there's a lot of uh, he's talked about it, uh, himself and tried to brush it off, but there's a lot of race things that are really questionable in his mm-hmm. in his artwork. Um, Bob Brown, I think, is just a very great dynamic right. classic comic book artist, and mm-hmm. it's he's he seems like he is a trained artist that is working in comic books. Whereas I get the impression that as we go on, we see more and more comic book artists that grew up reading comic books and taking mm-hmm. their inspiration from comic books. And it kind of gets more diluted as we go on throughout um, this mm-hmm. period. But the earlier stuff, you tend to see people who have worked in other fields or people who are trained in other fields and come in. Yeah. Um, he seems like he's one of those. And William Johnson, who was, I think, only 18, 19 or 20 when he was doing this stuff, mm-hmm. And I wish he had done more. He's such a great dynamic artist. Yeah, but yeah Bob Brown for me. Um, this was a hard one. This mm-hmm. is very this hard. This is very hard because there's uh, a lot of artists. There, in this there are. As well. I ended up going with Frank Miller. You did. And I did because there are a few issues that I feel blow out almost all the other issues out of yeah. the water. As a whole, there were a lot of stuff where I, I agree, and there were a couple issues that were kind of a little bit rushed too. Yeah, and but also, we, yeah, it's also not clear how, how much is Klaus. Right, but that. for the first few issues mm-hmm. that he did... Yeah, uh, 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 you know, up through Electra's first appearance and and getting into all of that, like those first few issues. Yeah, I really, really like the yeah, art. Yeah, and you art get the impression he's and really I, into it. And I was stage. exactly, and I was thinking about the art specifically, and I included the I included the panel layout because the mm-hmm. penciler is the one, or at least Frank Miller was, who came up with those layouts. Yeah, so that's part of his job. Yeah, I think he's and, great at that. And and I think he was absolutely amazing. And that and that's the reason why, like, there's all those long skinny panels, mm-hmm. the movement across the page. I went with Frank Miller. Um, I do agree that there are some issues that are better than others, but as a whole, I, I think his his piece was my favorite. Yeah. All right. Um, next up is Inker. Yes. Klaus Johnson. Klaus Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Runner up Vince Coletta. Yeah. 
because he was doing the Bob Brown stuff. Uh-huh. So. Um, All right, next up, uh, writer. Writer, I went with Frank Miller. It's hard not to. I, I've got so many of uh, yeah. so many of my favorite issues are from his run. I just I I love I love how much Daredevil evolved and grew and mm-hmm. it, it it ended a little at some parts, but oh my gosh, it was it was so good. Yeah, he did, there's a lot of fabric that's mm-hmm. been basically. Worked. I do like a lot of what Marv Wolfman did. He he had a couple of couple of hits and his, his run wasn't that long. Yeah. He had a couple of hits though that I really liked. But yeah. yeah, I went with Frank Miller. I went with I have two names down. Um, Steve Gerber, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed his stuff. Uh-huh. Um, Alan Brennett for Brennett for his one issue. Really? Yeah, I'm I so really surprised. So issue. not so not Frank Miller, huh? There's there's so much in there that's good, but I'm also having a bit of a reading stuff later on now and seeing some of the stuff that's been revised backwards because of what he's done, especially with the Man Without Fear miniseries. Kind of, but that happened later. Yeah, we're kind of remember me. we're only looking know, at we're only one one hundred one through two hundred again. Lady Killer, he wrote that issue, <laughs> which I really didn't like. Yeah, and um, and the whole uh, Heather Glenn stuff, and there's uh, there's some stuff in there that just uh, it just started to it didn't it didn't land as well as it could. But there are some incredible things in there. But mm-hmm. it's you know it's. Yeah, there's a, there's sure. enough misses that I don't want to make him that over the period of what twenty issues no one fifty eight through one ninety one, so well, he um, didn't he didn't write one fifty eight no I think he, he started one sixty one and yeah he started at, yeah so thirty issues something like that mm-hmm. um, there were enough misses in there for me to not say it was an out and out hit but there are so many hits in there that it's easy to forget the misses if that makes sense okay sure fair but enough yeah that Alan Brennett Brennett single issue is remind I, me it's the one where Ben Ulrich is. Thinking about buying a house and oh, I love that issue. Yeah, that's yeah, a, I just I think it's, it's a such one. a tidy yeah. issue and so well written. That's and right. The dialogue mm-hmm. is great. The, the everything in that mm-hmm. I love. It's a good one. Yeah. Cover. All right, cover. Uh, you go first. Um, it's a toss up between one. What was it? One ninety eight. The Carl Potts. Oh, one. with the samurai. Yeah, and um, the uh, one thirty, which I can't remember what that is now, but I did make a list of it. It's a Rich Buckler issue. Um, and again, you know, I, I should mention that I do really, really love um, 163, the Hulk, mm-hmm. Frank Miller one, mm-hmm. which I think is my favorite one by him. Yeah. And I do like a lot of his covers. Um, but the I miss the dynamism of the older covers. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned yours. I've got, I've got to find out what it was. I can't remember what it was now. But my favorite was, was 168, uh-huh. Electra's first appearance. Yeah. I really like the angle of, of the shot, and I love how Elektra is in the shadows, in mm-hmm. the background, and Daredevil's expression, and just seeing how powerful that character is going to be in yeah. Daredevil's world. There has been no other character. You could argue Bullseye, not really Kingpin in the comics so much, yeah. but like Elektra has affected him more than anything, I feel like. Yeah. And just the way that she's positioned in the shadows, looking so much more powerful than him, and he looks so weak, even though he's this big, muscly guy, yeah. looking up. I, I really like that one, 168. Mm, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, 130, uh, the Rich Buckler one, is the um, the voodoo. Oh, the voodoo one, one with the yeah. skeleton. Which yeah. I think that cover, d- compared to the story inside, is like <laughs> it's so far apart. But it's a you know it's Jerry Conway. It's kind of a, a fun story. But that cover is so much better than the story. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really like it. I think it's such a great, great uh, design. Great. All right, next one is uh, I'll go first. Uh, this splash is Splash. Page. And this is an interesting one because 
They're becoming less and less. I know. I was thinking the same thing. Like Frank Miller never did any splashes. Yeah. So I did a couple of cheats on this. But you go ahead. You did cheats. Yeah. Then oh, kind of okay. splash pages. You're supposed to pick one. Kind of. The kind <laughs> of splash. You're pages. supposed to pick one answer. It's your I favorite. Um, I went with on page one thirteen mm-hmm. or issue one thirteen is Daredevil looking over the city in the rain with the Statue of Liberty in the background. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Love that one. It's yeah. a great one. One of my faves. Yeah. Um, it's the very first page of the issue, which most splash pages are. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's 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 really cool because you can really see Daredevil like scoping out the city as mm-hmm. he's you know perched up on a gargoyle or whatever he's on, and he's you know like just listening to everybody figuring out his next move. Yeah. I like that moment. Yeah. I went with Electra's death. Okay. Which is I know it's, it's not, not really a splash because there's like eighteen panels in it. Yeah. But that one panel. It kind of plays like a single image because yeah. there's no dialogue, there's no captions. It's just any other writer artist, it would have been its own page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any other writer artist. Yeah. It's just that Frank Miller uses so many panels. He uses them to control time. Yeah. And slow everything down. So that and also the uh the, the Ben Oric one seventy nine when he gets uh, the scythe thrown into his back and kind of plays like once a, again it's not a splash, but yeah. Okay. It plays Whatever. like it's All right. running through. Uh, I see how it is, Jamie. Yeah. All right. Like I said, I had to both, cheat. Both good ones, though, bro. Yeah, thanks, man. All right, uh, fight, fight. One eighty-one. Daredevil, bullseye. That's your across favorite. several pages, across mm-hmm. rooftop. Not much talking, just them going at each other. It's when the um, Matt has set up the mannequin as the uh, the because bullseye's worked out who he is, and he goes in to kill Matt. Mm-hmm. But the mannequin's there, and it tricks him enough, that, and unsettles yeah. him enough that Daredevil's able to come up behind him and mm-hmm. attack him and take the fight out across and across the wire. And we have the ending where he falls. And it is a, it is, it is so hard for me to choose. Yeah, I have three top favorites <laughs> that are all Frank Miller's. Um, my my third favorite was the Bullseye fight. Mm-hmm. My second was I like Kriggy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I like the fight how it lasts over several issues, yeah. and just hit him with Electra, with Daredevil, with yeah. everybody. I like that whole fight. Um, I uh, o- almost included the uh, uh, Daredevil fighting the fighting the um, what we just covered, the samurai on the bridge, and the, all the that. samurai on the bridge, and all that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one I went with is one sixty three, fighting the Hulk. Oh yeah. And the reason why is because I felt like. That moment of any other moment in the first 200 issues, Mm -hmm. that is the moment where Daredevil is a superhero. Yeah. He's a superhero in that moment. He's not really a superhero. He's a hero. But in that moment, he's a superhero. Yeah. He's not thinking about himself at all. No. Not even a little bit. Daredevil thinks about himself a lot. He thinks about his emotions, his things that control him. He's, you know, like... Trying to save Elector when he probably shouldn't, you know, doing, you know, going after Bullseye, all this type of stuff, mm-hmm. agreeing to help Kingpin to further his game, like all this stuff. But at that moment, he was thinking of the Hulk, and he was trying to help the Hulk, and he was taking the beat down of his life. And probably of any moment, this is probably the moment where he was beat up the worst. So he lost, mm-hmm. but he also won because he was able to succeed in in having the Hulk uh, turn back into Bruce Banner. Yeah. So that's my favorite. Yeah, and the fact that the Hulk knew, realized what was happening. Yeah. That this, this brutish character mm-hmm. was like, this guy's putting up a fight, and he knows that I can mm-hmm. just get rid of him in, a, in an instant. Right. I'm going to back off. He's done enough to convince me to back off. Nice All choice. Right. All right. All right, everybody. Here we go. 
So um, I don't know about you, Jamie, but coming up with this list of 10 favorite is probably one of the hardest things I've ever done in my mm-hmm. entire life. Uh, picking 10 from the first two issues. Or first so, 200. Sorry, from the first 200 issues. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was so hard. Yeah. So how do you want to do this? Um, you can. You, we can do... Uh, we each alternate. say our 10th yeah. alternate. Okay. Yeah. In All a, right. In a 10th place for Joshua. Is... Dun, dun, dun. Issue 18... Mm-hmm. The first appearance of the gladiator. Mm-hmm. Um, I like a lot, like Stanley. My favorite writer. My my favorite writers between Stanley and Frank Miller. Yeah, and uh, uh, for for Daredevil, mm-hmm. and I like issue eighteen. There's so many fun things that happen into it, and I really like the gladiator. I like the character a lot. Um, I, I like the the artwork with uh, uh, John Romita. And I just, as a whole, I just, it was, it was fun. I yeah. lo- love the gladiator, love the artwork. It, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's, it's fun. Foggy, you know, foggy being foggy in it, yeah. trying to, you know, you know, dressing up as Daredevil. It's, it's, I just, it's so many good things in there. Mm-hmm. So nice. that's, that was my 10th favorite. My 10th favorite is 163, the whole Oh, there we go. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, what's your ninth favorite? Uh, 135, which is a return of the Jester storyline where he ah. is using fake news. Fake to, news, yeah. yes. 135 yeah. with the Jester. That was And a I just great love one. the characterization of, of him during those issues. Uh, mm-hmm. 135, who is that? Is that uh, Wolfman or Conway? Wolfman. I it think is, it, I'm pretty sure it's Wolfman. Um, I should have made better notes. Let me see. I put it right here. Bear with me while I click on a button. It is Marv Wolfman. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Wolfman had a lot of good, a lot yeah. of good stuff. I I like that issue. The thing, one of the reasons why I did uh, I didn't pick any of those three, uh-huh. I didn't feel like there was a standout issue. Because mm. remember, we're picking our ten favorite issues. Yeah, right, we're not we're not doing our favorite arcs. arcs yeah, mm-hmm. so I didn't really feel like there was one that was a standout as much yeah. in that one. So I like the first one. Yeah, it, it was good. Up nicely. Uh, mm-hmm. What about you? Ninth place. Ninth place is issue one fifty eight, which mm-hmm. is the death of the Night Stalker. Yes. I really like that issue. This was the first one that Frank Miller penciled, and I felt like he took so much time. Mm-hmm. Like he was auditioning in this issue. He didn't write it. Um, it was Mackenzie. But I just I like how we find out that the Night Stalker was actually the executioner. Yeah. I thought that was so creative, mm-hmm. bringing back an old villain. I like how he was using um, people to uh, as, as, um, uh, as his minions by... You know, controlling them and Daredevil end up killing him. Yeah, well, not really, but kind of killing him as as he goes through the tombstone mm-hmm. and ends up solidifying himself and yeah. the whole fight in the graveyard. And uh, I really like that issue, mm. so I went with one fifty eight. Nice. Uh, All right, so eighth place eighth for me. Place. Issue one twenty four, mm-hmm. which is the first appearance of Copperhead. Yes, by I thought you'd like that one. by Marv Wolfman. I mm-hmm. love this issue. Of all the issues that we've covered, this one felt the most like an episode of Batman the Animated Series. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I like it's, I like the story. We get to see Daredevil doing detective work. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was a creative character. It had, it was a mystery. Yeah. We don't get too many mysteries. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he was doing detective work. Yeah. And this was Marv Wolfman's first one. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, uh, that's my number eight. Number eight, I went with 18, Gladiator. Oh, yeah. wow, look yeah. at that. Yeah, I really love the foggy stuff. I love yeah. that he's like, rather than just coming clean and saying, I'm not Daredevil, because uh, 
you remember Spider-Man mm-hmm. burst in and said, one of you is Daredevil and it can't be the blind guy, so it must be you, Tubby, or something like that. <laughs> um, and rather than just coming clean, he has a whole thing where he gets a costume made and pretends that he's Daredevil and tries to convince Karen that he is uh, yeah, um, he is the hero. And it just, it's great. It's a great little, oh, little yeah. story. Like the Love fact it. that like, Gladiator is still convinced that it's foggy at the end mm-hmm. of it. It's such a nice little touch. All right. Uh, oh, so uh, that was number eight, right? So what's your number seventh? Number seventh. <laughs> this is a surprise one. 36. Uh, 36 remind is me. the episode where the, the issue. It's the episode, sorry, the issue um, where I, I want to call him Pace Pop Pete, but it's uh, the Trapster. Is that what he's called? Um, it's the Trapster where Daredevil has a fight with him that goes across the city. It's just before Doctor Doom comes in. Mm. And I just was so, there was something so real about this guy who's like a just a cartoonish villain that everyone makes fun of. That's almost like the stiltman level of people mm-hmm. making fun of him now. And he was just like, no, I'm not going to have, you're not going to do this anymore. I'm going to fight back. And he's so desperate. And it was just a really clever little way of making someone more dangerous than you think they would be. Mm-hmm. And they, they, you know, Stan Lee and Jinko um, uh, and elongated this fight for much longer than you think it would last. And right. made it a, a lot more tense and a lot more dynamic. And it ends with Daredevil busting his back up because he jumps down a flight of stairs to catch him and it all goes horribly wrong. And it's just, <laughs> a, I thought it was a really neat little way of making a villain more dangerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's so cool. All right, my seventh mm-hmm. is issue 163, mm-hmm. which Jamie also picked. So you realize in our first, uh, what is it, four, yeah. we've got two two repeats. Yeah. Uh, issue 163 is the one with the Hulk. I love it. it it's I, I, We've both already talked about it, so yeah. I won't go into it anymore, mm-hmm. but it, it, it's such a good one. Uh, sixth place is? 168, mm-hmm. which is the first appearance of Elektra. Yeah. Elektra is one of my favorite characters, <laughs> uh, and... Uh, I. I, it, it what it did was it gave Matt Murdock so much more history. Mm-hmm. Like we learned so much more about his childhood, yeah. his past, the things that shaped him into who he is. And and once again, like I said, Electra like is you know is is influenced uh, Matt more than anybody. Mm-hmm. And this is her first appearance. And uh, I don't know the whole issue's fun all the way from the cover. Uh, you know, learning about all it just it was it was fun seeing a flashback of him in college, yeah, being Matt Murdock, yeah, because they and, kind of gloss over that and go straight into him and Foggy yeah. walking in and getting their law firm together. But, but also, we find out that she's bad, yeah, at the end of it, which is kind of cool because you don't re, you would think it would be a good guy that who would end up dying, yeah, you know, because that's just how it usually ends up being the people from your past. But it actually ends up being a bad guy who is also your love interest. Yeah, I just really liked it. Yeah. Mm. So 168. So who's your, what's your sixth? 91 with uh, Mr. Fear. Um, I love that cover, Mm -hmm. but also the inside story where it's the guy, uh, it's, I think, is it the fourth Mr. Fear at this stage or the third Mr. Fear? Um, It's, uh, you got Larry Cranston was the first, then you have Jason Sloan at this stage, I think it is, isn't it? And the whole thing of them fighting on the rooftop. And I just love this. (laughs) I love how it ends. I love the, Wait, no, don't jump off the building. Your, the jetpack doesn't yeah. work. <laughs> it's like it's so brilliant to have it yeah. undone by this by you know, 
he almost had him. He was that close. Yeah. Uh, who wrote that one again? Uh, that was um, Jerry Conway. Jerry Conway. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. So now we're on to five. Five. What's your fifth place? One thirteen. Man thing. Gladiator. Love it. That Down that. In the bayou. Um, one fourteen was in my runner-up pile. Nice. I like both of those a lot. Yeah. I like one fourteen more because I liked Gladiator so much, and about how like when he was burning the building down, mm-hmm. he goes, you know, like Ugh, I hate that I have to do it this way, you know, yeah. like I don't know. I just, I just and then Man Thing goes, and we don't see the fight it happens off mm-hmm. off panel, and then he drops off the body, and yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so, so sorry. So why did you like one thirteen? One thirteen. I just like how it. It built up. It made the gladiator more complete. You know, mm-hmm. he was someone. He's always been this person that's kind of floated around and, and been there as like a muscle guy. But mm-hmm. in this one, he's starting to question and push back and being like, "I'm working for this guy, but I don't really want to. And mm-hmm. when I get the chance, I'll I'll do this and I'll get over." And, the, and it ends with the grab, I think, doesn't it, on the arm? Mm-hmm. He gets the, the burn on the arm, and I always yep. like that. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Yeah, and, and Deathstalker's behind it all. I love Deathstalker. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. Um. Okay, so my fifth place uh-huh. is issue 154. Uh-huh. This is where Purple Man ki- kidnaps Heather Glenn yes. to draw out Daredevil yeah. and puts Daredevil up against the Jester, Hyde, Cobra, and the Gladiator. That's right, yeah, on and the Rikers Island. Uh-huh, and they're all fighting, and I just love it because all the villains that Daredevil has to fight, mm-hmm. it's perfect examples of each of them. Yeah, and, I and like they kind all, of undo themselves. And they undo bit. themselves. And it was a, it was a fun, action-packed one. Um, that I thought was creative, uh, creatively done, and I like the Purple Man. Mm-hmm. So it was cool. Yeah. Um, All right, so number four. I'll go with four. that one. Number four is issue 15, mm. Stan Lee, and it's with the Ox. Oh, yeah. Love oh. this issue so much. Jamie was kind enough to, to buy me a copy of yeah. this of the floppy, which uh, which I have at home, and uh, I felt like the creativity that Stan Lee put into this issue mm-hmm. was massive. Just yeah. It was the twists and the turns, and I loved how the ox ended up getting feelings, mm-hmm. and it, it was just, it was so good. Yeah, love that one. Definitely pick up if you're looking for some Silver Age stuff to read. Pick up fifteen. Yeah, definitely. It's a great one, and the it's. I think that was the uh, was that the first person to fall off a roof. That was <laughs> maybe. Oh, and also one uh, and um, what's his name? Um, I really liked um, John Romita. Yeah, John you know? Romita. So so was, good. Yeah. Um, my number four is one seven nine, the Ben Urich uh, Electra storyline, where he um, she gets she gets hired to kill him, mm-hmm. and uh, has to let him go, and or chooses to let him go, I should say. Mm-hmm. There's the great sequence of uh, well, she doesn't really let him go; she throws a sigh through his heart at, at the end. Shoulder, yeah, but at the beginning, yeah, yeah, no. And but there's the whole thing of her trapping Daredevil, and it's like the whole at this point you're kind of still. This is a moment where she basically is saying to Daredevil, "Grow up. Mm-hmm. You know you're you're behaving like we're still lovers in college, and mm-hmm. I am not your lover, and mm-hmm. you're helpless, and mm-hmm. you you need to stop mm-hmm. because I will kill you." Yeah. So she gets him in like a bear trap. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. All you? right. So my third favorite is oh yeah third I thought we were doing yeah third is one eighty one whoa one eighty one my third favorite yours is one seventy nine. My, no, that was my fourth. Oh, oh, you're right. So we're on to four now because yeah. my fourth was Ox. Yeah. yeah. So my third is 181. Your third's 181? 181. Oh, there we go. There we go. Um, I chose it because from start to finish, it's a double size issue, mm-hmm. so which isn't really fair because it's twice as long as all the other ones. But so much story is being told in, um, 
in this in this issue. And like you said, the fight scene, like mm-hmm. the way we have two huge yeah, moments. Yeah, yeah. Kingpin is awesome in this. Uh, I love I love the kill. I love you know when when Bullseye kills Elector, what it does to mm-hmm. Matt, um, the chase, how smart Matt is to in, or how smart Daredevil is and able to you know stop Bullseye. Yeah, how the, smart Bullseye is to work out. Yeah, and, and and the the. Uh, Oh yeah, that's that's true because yeah. at the beginning of the issue he thought that Matt was Daredevil. Yeah. And obviously he's proven that it's not at the end. But yeah. it's it's just it's 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 a great issue all around. It's fun. Yeah. Artwork is good. And like I said, of all the events that has happened, this is the most tragic event that has ever happened to Daredevil mm-hmm. was Elector getting killed up until this point. Yeah. Anything so, yeah. else? Yeah. No, I I think you covered it. Second place. I went with one ninety two. One ninety two. The Ben Urich gets a house storyline, which was the that was, Alan your, that was your second favorite. Love mm-hmm. it, second favorite, and that one is just such a. It's one of those ones you're going to have to hunt, uh, get the floppy because it hasn't been collected mm-hmm. anywhere. But it's such a great story. It's mm-hmm. a real simple idea. It's basically the kingpin is putting some pressure on Ben Urich by basically getting someone to agree to sell a house to him because he knows that sometimes you can kill a man. Sometimes you can hurt a man, but sometimes it's better to just make them under your control. Put them under your control by being nice to them a little bit, mm-hmm. and then they owe you. And it's just such a great series of of layers to this story. And then they, they reveal that it was the um, the son of the original Mr. Fear. Was it Mr. Fear? Old uh, Larry Cranston? Mm-hmm. It's or, or it's his brother or something that is selling the house, and that's what gets Daredevil realizing what's going on and he starts to investigate so ben Ulrich was almost undone and almost under the, the kingpin's control but it's a, it's a great issue it's yeah. really really good my number two is issue 44 Oof. <laughs> uh, issue 44 this is the first appearance of the jester and mm-hmm. and both i won't talk about it too much jamie but uh both you and me you know this is like we've talked about this issue so many times yeah it is just it is an um, it is so good. I'm gonna hold off on saying anything else about it just in case you choose it later on. Um all right, so I'll go with my number one. Well, for my number two, which I have. Oh you oh sorry. Yeah, sorry. that's all right. You, you I know you're excited. I'm excited. My number two Oh no, I didn't mention it. Yeah, you did. Sorry. Yeah. My apologies. Your apologies. Yeah. All right, so um I I Mix them around. Okay, so now we're on to the talking about the Jester. Yes. My number one, your number one, our number one spot. Who wants to go first? Me, isn't it? I don't care. Whatever you I want. I don't care. Number one, forty-four. Oh, the oh. one that you just mentioned. Yes. That's what threw me. Oh, that you mentioned that. And I was like, oh, yeah. Um, I knew it was going to be up there. And, yeah. and uh, it's such a good, good. It's great. Oh, gosh, I like it so much. Yeah. It's great. Is 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 such a great character. Yeah. The Jester is such a smart simple just in the in the wrong hands it becomes goofy but this is just like everyone on this is just on top of their game stanley writes a great issue gene colon draws a great issue and it is just perfect everything about it is perfect there's just the, the setup of this guy who's just humiliated enough that he basically decides that he's going to become the best villain that he can and it's just for the sake of it Mm-hmm. Just because he wants to, he wants to prove that he can do something well, and the fact that he tricks everyone into thinking that Daredevil's killed him, and that all of this stuff—that that is does. probably like the smartest trap yeah. in comic history, or yeah. at least one of the smartest traps. Yeah, it, w- it was so cool, and you're—he's literally killing two birds with one stone. Yeah, 
making Daredevil's tarnishing his reputation mm-hmm. and and killing his alter ego. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It's so smart. All right. Your well, number one. My number one is one that Jamie's already mentioned. And this was so hard because I never would have I never would have thought like this would be my number one mm. reading it the first time. But it's issue one seventy nine. Mm-hmm. It's the Ben Yurick story. Yeah. It's my of the first two hundred. I picked that as my favorite, and I feel like from start to finish, it is it is it is it has no misses. Yeah, most a lot of these issues has have some you know little little quirky things that I don't like, but like this issue has no misses from the very beginning yeah. it's told from ben york's perspective mm-hmm. which is this is i don't know if it's the first time i think, time. It's, the I think time. it's the first yeah. time that we see daredevil as a supporting character mm. in his own book and the best part is is that we don't hear or think or see what what daredevil's thinking and feeling yeah. instead it's ben york yeah. and ben york is is giving us the daredevil's emotions through him yeah and like it starts at the beginning and inside of the movie theater is one of the best scenes ever where he's getting information and Electra stabs yeah. the guy in the back and tells Ben, you're not going to move. I'll let you live. Do not turn around. Just Frank Miller. We've talked about his art being good and bad in, in certain, mm-hmm. cer- in certain circumstances. I feel like his art is probably the best in this issue. Yeah. And there's an amazing fight between daredevil and Electra, which has no dialogue mm-hmm. because once again, it's Ben Yurick's perspective of yeah. what's happening, and we and see he's them fighting from them fighting, so he can't hear what they're saying. And I like his Elector wins mm-hmm. and knocks the bricks on top yeah. of them. Isn't that the one where he goes into the? He go, it starts with him going into the building, and Ben's watching him go up the stairs, and you can hear the fighting, and then it goes quiet, and then they smash through the window, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, they sma- that's such a great that that, pa- that panel I'm showing Jamie it right now of of smashing through the window, and yeah, uh, it's it's so good. Yeah, um, and. Electra is, I, I'm pretty sure she's my favorite female character, mm-hmm. um, and she's so powerful in this one, which is so awesome. And she has this power over Matt, which is cool. And and, and while this fight's happening, we got um, Ben Yurick taking photos and everything, and and it's and, and it's so well written. Like his cough keeps mm-hmm. happening throughout the end. Yeah. And I I titled it here. I said my favorite issue is 179 Ben Yurick coughs. Yeah. Because at the very end is when he coughs is when yeah. Electra sees that she that he is saw this and witnessed this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And as the whole thing everyone keeps saying those cigarettes are going to kill you throughout yeah. the issue. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we get it we we uh Vanessa pops up in it again. Yeah, we well, we lay that seed. Ben Ben is doing investigative reporting which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Kingpin makes an appearance. We just have he doesn't talk. He just kind of walks into a room and we we learn so much about how powerful he is and mm-hmm. I I I after go- reading through all these a second time, Jamie, Ben Yurick is probably my favorite supporting character of any comic book series that there is. Ever. I can't think of mm-hmm. one that's better. No. You think of like J. Jonah Jameson's great, Foggy's great, you know, Aunt May's great. There's all, I mean, all these supporting characters, mm-hmm. but like for at least the ones, Alfred's great, but like for the ones that I've read, Ben Urich is just, I don't know. Yeah. He's so cool. Yeah. I was reading another issue of a, an appearance with um, Daredevil. I can't remember which book it was in. It might be in a Spider Man one. And there's a moment where Ben Urich says something to him and he jumps away and he says, I hate Ben Urich. And there was a moment where I was like, no, you don't. <laughs> no one can hate him. But yeah, he is. He's incredible. He's such a. And the, the, the fact that it's for me, I, I was trying to remember because there's the one with Foggy where it's from his perspective. But I think that takes place. after. It takes so place after. Is, yeah. yeah, this is the and, first And time. then 181 was um, was Bullseye. Bullseye's perspective. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was a fun story technique. And yeah. this was the first one. And, and yeah. uh, I really enjoyed it. Yes. 
Excellent choice. Yes. All of yours were good. Yours were amazing. You, yeah. You you must read Daredevil, Jamie. Yeah, I've read at least 200 issues. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you. I know yeah. that was a long one, but we wanted to make it a little special because this is us, uh, you know, 43 episodes in, 200 issues down, 400 and something to go. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to do them today, though. Don't no, worry. not today. Yeah. But thank you for listening. Thank and you. whether you're listening on iTunes, on Facebook, on uh, um, uh, Twitter, however you find Our us. Website, yeah, yeah, website. Us. We appreciate comments, yeah. everything. And uh, let us know if there's anything else you'd like us to Any cover on the show. Anything yeah. you want to cover. We have had uh, we, we had one email talking about possibly doing an episode covering the uh, legal side of, mm-hmm. of Dead Everyone Talking About. Um, because I was thinking about that, it's kind of weird how he starts out and he, you know, the first time we see him being hired to do anything legal is with the Fantastic Four and mm-hmm. it's real estate law. But then we learn that he's like a criminal uh, defense mm-hmm. and the he, he's a special, specialty is in superhero law and he also is connected to uh, financial stuff because of the Nighthawk stuff. He's the mm-hmm. representative for Nighthawk during the IRS. He needs to pick a, a subject. <laughs> but anyway, um, that's something. But if you have any questions, comments, or anything at all, let us know. Hope you, yeah. Hopefully you're still enjoying this because we are. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, thank you very much for listening. I'm Jamie. I'm Joshua. We just, we just did, did Daredevil. Daredevil.